We are back in the motherfucking house. You was hype about that shit, wasn't you? I just wanted the curse to kick this shit off. Oh, okay, okay. I, I have I, some pent up energy and shit. Like I kind of, I, I kind of felt. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we, because we can, man, we be going, don't we? Yeah, we got I was a guest excited. on the show, You're right? And, and, and nobody even know because the camera ain't cut to him. He's like family <laughs> for us, so this was he like is. talking to you know, talking to your cousin. But we still got respect, right. like how You're the streets right. view right. this nigga. Like the nigga been around, like comic view type shit. You know yeah. what I mean? We gotta, we gotta do that. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ryan. Hit him with it, bro. So let me get a drum roll. <laughs> Mine was a little off. <laughs> Just a tad. Yeah, waiting for the thing. You Coming to the show. There we go. Comedian. Okay. Actor. Uh huh. Writer. What? Vegan. Uh. No, I don't know if you. Vegan. <laughs> <laughs> I, was vegan. I don't know if you vegan. <laughs> I didn't need that. I was gonna say I need to ask. That's a recipe. Okay. okay. Bobby J. Man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Are you vegan? Nah, man. I'm you not ain't vegan. vegan. Nah. <laughs> you ain't went that route yet. No, I'm, I, I haven't never went vegan. Close to veg- vegetarian, I've been. Yeah. You know, I do that. Like, I do mm-hmm. it all the time. Because when we, we do a lot of eating and drinking on the weekends, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I, I detox and gotta, stuff yep. like that. You know, I'm over 40 now. so The it, green smoothies? Yeah, yeah. Look at that. Yeah, I was joking, but he was I need there. to start taking notes. She's trying to get us to eat a little bit healthier. I really yeah. do need to. That right. woman over there, she mm-hmm. needs to be taught some lessons on how to feed a man, on yeah. how to keep. Yeah. I need to write a book on, like, gear towards the ladies on how to keep your man alive longer. You know yeah, what I mean? There you go. All um, types of little yeah. interesting tidbits and shit in there to keep your man alive. Right. Unless the insurance policy is high. Okay? Now, see, I cut that shit right. Grease. Any, anything fattening. Extra flour alcohol, and shit. <laughs> yeah. Bread. Much bread. My boy putting way too much salt in your shit that for no Ryan, reason. That nigga Ryan gonna be like uh, Phil, Phil, Uncle Phil off of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when they kept feeding them them damn tacos. I got to listen. I got to call Tasha and be like, did you use all that seasoned salt on Did you use the seasoned salt? Something's going on. That's all I She make this nigga a platter right out the oven. Like, who else is eating here today? You know what? Ryan eating on his shit for three days. Dude, if you come to our house, nobody. Everybody's there. We live by our fucking self. No nieces, no nephews, no kids. Yeah. And if she fucking cook, you gonna come in like, who y'all expecting? Like, it don't even make sense. Tasha don't know no measurements for nothing. Motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> only know how to cook for 12. That's yeah. it. Tasha be like, here, babe. <laughs> so them them big mama meals. Yeah. Tasha yeah. don't play. Bro, she don't fuck around. She- and then she won't eat shit. That's the dumb part. Like, bro, it's Easy. a setup. She's trying to take my ass out. Who cooks all this <laughs> food and then don't even eat none of that? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Motherfucker eat a salad. You <laughs> fucking prepared all that bullshit. 500,000? Or is it- Calories? To, no. <laughs> for the insurance policy. Or is it a million? <laughs> Dude. I thought you were talking about the calories. No, all I want is like 10,000. Bobby J. 10,000. For support. You know what I mean? What, what's 10,000 for? That's the, for me. Get on her ass, bro. Oh, <laughs> for me, for part of the money. Oh, you know what I'm so saying? you in support of him, like? Just... I mean, hey, I want him around as long as possible. But if something happens, you know what I'm you saying? Just 10, 10, I just want ten, and yeah. I think that's pretty good because that's that's lowballing myself. You know what mm. I'm saying? Your life ain't. Worth that's right. <laughs> <laughs> niggas that got killed for three thousand dollars in a couple of noodles. Okay, yeah, I yeah. feel like I put some some extra money on. They them. was in the joint though. You in the free <laughs> you, world? You right? <laughs> right. <laughs> You right. I'm sorry. Talk about the hood shit. You right. My man. bad. Let me back up. Man, look. I, I got something interesting to come up with. Okay. I mean to talk about. I saw this video where, I think everybody saw it now. The restaurant owner in Dallas, Texas oh. came uh. and cursed out a bunch of women who was twerking in the restaurant. I'm so glad we're talking about that. Now, I went live and talked about this shit earlier, but my views on it was, like, I don't understand, like, 
how does twerking kick off in a restaurant? Like, could you see it happening organically? Like, what kind of music do you have to play? Because I would think in a restaurant you would want, like, elevated music, some Mary Manilow or yeah, something. Yeah, some yeah. shit you could focus on what you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so if you take the urban experience and you try to mesh it with the upscaleness so we don't have to fit into the white standard, yeah. it makes sense. Like, okay, we want to listen to hip-hop music. Me and her, we went into Des Moines, Iowa. It's uh, called Eggs and Jam. And it's a hip-hop restaurant. Dope, it, it, but it's a lot of white people in there, too. <laughs> but we, we was there a couple weeks, a few weeks ago, and nobody's twerking, and they playing all the hits. They playing two live crew. They playing whatever, oh, you know what no I'm saying? Shit. So it's about home training at that point because – you know, we know the backstory now. It yeah. took a little minute because everybody jumped on the the headline yeah. when, with the video. Like, oh, it was how he said it and X, Y, Z. But the reality was he talked to them a few times. They showed the video of him talking to the table and stuff like that. And then it got out of hand. It was like, hey, this is my stuff. I put. What if you put $250,000 yeah. into a business and then people twerking on your stuff? Yeah. You told them. It, it, it it's going to eventually snowball. So we saw the snowball part. Right. And of course, nobody cares about the truth in the, <laughs> the whole story because it's more entertaining to just jump on whatever the, the it is at that part. moment. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So no, I see, I saw it like most people. Well, I didn't, well, I don't know how most people saw it, but a lot of people, it was like, Honestly, split down the middle. Yeah, it was very split. Yeah, it was 50-50. So yeah, because you had the twerk fans, and then you had the people like because I'm not. Yeah. I made my stance clear. That's why I went live. Because when you make a post, people don't really mm -hmm. know what you're saying. They look at the words and then they say, you yeah. know what I mean. I was like, this is my stance. I love twerk, but not when I'm eating. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't want to be in an environment where I'm eating and like like booties is moving around like. Yeah. Because you want to be Droplets to... is in the air. Like I said uh, in the video, booty droplets is real. I don't want that shit on my motherfucking the spaghetti. The virus is still alive. <laughs> the virus is the still virus alive. The virus is still alive. An N95 will not protect you from fucking and then, booty droplets. And then you're not wearing it while you're eating. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, took it off. so did anybody see it the other way? Me? Personally, I yeah. did oh, here we because go. This is great. I you know like this is about to be good. When I went the to Atlanta, time. when I went to Atlanta, I just seen a whole different lifestyle that I was just like amazed about. Yeah. Like we're eating brunch and motherfucker got the they got a they got a real like MC in there mm -hmm. like hyping everybody up yeah, and we yeah. are kicking it at brunch. Like yeah. I'm eating my eggs and waffles and shit and my chicken and I just see a group of table of girls that just came in and they twerking everybody twerking everybody's like hey I took a picture with the goddamn MC mm -hmm. like we had a good ass time we left we went to another spot they was doing the same thing up at the other spot yeah. so I don't know if that's just because of the culture when I first initially seen the video. I thought that was like the cultural thing. Like everybody was probably in Atlanta turning up and, and blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know the backstory until you just said it. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that he came to the table a few times. It was, it was like three tables he came to. Damn. And so, so the thing is, is it was uh, in Texas actually. Okay. In Dallas. Mm -hmm. And it's, <clears throat> didn't look like that environment, but he did implement a DJ. Yeah. And when you, again, when we look at environments, like we went to uh, the spot today, Snooze on the yeah, Westport. Westport. We finally got in there today. And they play music, but it wasn't like you was jamming in there. Right. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we, like, if you take, if you take how we view things, like let's take Karen culture, for example. All those Karens and them white women going in places and doing what the hell they wanted to do. And mm -hmm. we quick to criticize them. And then you think, well, because hip-hop music is playing, now all of a sudden I'm going to lose my home training. And it's you can't criticize that. It's the same thing. It's this man's business. 
you jumping on the couch. Half people, we know yeah. furniture from Renaissance. <laughs> Imagine getting on that. So picture yeah. commercial furniture at a restaurant. You know Mm-mm. what I'm saying? Like you Mama can't just do that. that. So I saw it because the dude had already, like I just saw it from a perspective of if I'm a business owner and you in my establishment and I told you, it's not going to be nice. And then I made yeah. an example of like a picture and, and what I thought it was. Um, we talked about this before. It was because it was a black man. Mm-hmm. When the, the the image of a black man raising his voice just it just yeah. strikes fear and scares of the shit out of people. And then the other problem, it was black women yep. on the other end. Yep. That mm-hmm. there enough is enough to spark outrage. Can't yeah. yell at a black woman. And because not many. But but guess what? <laughs> but guess picture if it was flipped and it was a black woman owning her business and it was oh, they would have been sagging their pants and she stopped the music and was like hey I'm trying to run a respectable business here and you niggas need to pull y'all pants up and <laughs> yeah. if y'all don't like it here y'all I get the niggas. fuck out yeah. and women would have been like mm-hmm cause that's yeah. hard enough for black women already and all this yeah. it mm-hmm. would have been the same so you gotta have that same energy and we don't have the same energy cause you know that responsibility comes yeah. accountability comes with so I look at it that way that was a good point because yeah. black women would stand up. They don't no, no matter how wrong that motherfucker <laughs> yeah, would have been. Be she could have called, she called this nigga all kinds of bitches. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Bitches and hoes. And they've been like, yeah. yeah, he is a bitch ass nigga. Yeah. I just went to his page. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Pulling up all kinds of shit. So uh, uh, that is true. I didn't think of you know, it that ready. way. Yeah, so be, ready, set, go. How you feel about that? Ready, set, go. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Here's mm-hmm. the thing I read people, people had comments. They said that. The part that they didn't like was if everyone in the restaurant was not doing it and you had issues with these three people, mm-hmm. you should have put them out. Mm-hmm. Like after you had to come back and tell them, you should have put them out. Yeah. You didn't have to set, tell that to other people who were not doing that mm-hmm. because like address the issue. And we all do that. Like if I'm at work and you tell you have other people who are not doing their job, you don't need to address that with me. Mm-hmm. I'm doing mine. You need to go to whoever's the issue and get them motherfuckers out of here fire their ass i don't care or just put their ass out so mm-hmm. i understood that part but like you said i also looked at it like if if i'm a if i own a business yeah. and i'm telling you hey you know calm calm down mm-hmm. you know i know i got this music playing it's for y'all to enjoy but just calm down mm-hmm. and he said that i guess it was some other restaurant that allows that mm-hmm. so you know that this place is not really like this yeah. one yeah. so when i go to this one i know not to do that like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna fuck up dude stuff or be disrespectful yeah. i can jam without twerk People, you can jam without twerking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gangsters don't dance, they boogie. <laughs> you can, you can, I mean, pick up something. You don't necessarily have to do that. But, I mean, they did. And I didn't, I felt like he, maybe he should have addressed the issue with them. But also, mm-hmm. if I'm mad and you jumping on my shit, you know, I yell at myself for jumping on my, <laughs> on my furniture. So yeah. I'm definitely going off on some niggas. I don't know. Crowd so of so, you know, right, <laughs> like, right. Oh, hell no. Nah. I think the biggest problem was on the furniture. You gotta yeah. think about it. Twerking yeah. in your seat. And she twerk when she eat. Y'all seen the video? I seen a couple. She yeah. went viral with she, that she, shit. She, you know, she, <laughs> she don't she, get down. Yeah. She don't get down. But if she got on the t- on the chair and did yeah. it, then it's different. Yeah. You know, it's like be be a, be a, like you don't take that to every environment. You, it, I don't think it's okay anywhere unless that's what's put out there. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Sit your ass but, there. But here's the thing. So I don't agree with that shit, period. Yeah, so it's funny <laughs> when we talk about it and say it should have been addressed individually. And granted, it was initially. And then he just said, listen, they, it's getting out of hand. I'm going to make an example. But the black, pe- black people, we're not, we don't do anything individually. We always generalize. Yeah. 
it could be a shooting one dude runoff. They got video. <laughs> Shooting on seventy fifth and Prospect. Mm-hmm. What's the status gonna say? Y'all niggas out here <laughs> killing everybody. It was one nigga. Right. Y'all took my yeah, cousin, bitch. I was in the house. Exactly. What the fuck right. are you talking about? Yeah, absolutely. So that's just how we operate. And honestly, black folks, we know it's hard. It's hard for yeah. us, regardless how you put it. So when you see your own people tearing up your stuff, and you like, yo, I'm trying to set a standard here. We gonna snap, and it ain't mm-hmm. gonna be nice. I just see it that way. I, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. and I get it because the way my life is is just how I see it. But I don't. Yeah. I don't mean that. I mean, it was the language was kind of like it was tough. But yeah. Dude, business popping now. Even that's yeah. I booming. saw that the feedback I, yeah. and I was business is booming. I the only thing I had to say sales. about that, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely sold. The only thing I had to say that had to be some of the best twerking ever because if yeah. he came up, I didn't hear about till just now the two or three videos. I mean, the two oh. or three times he came over there and told yeah. them prior. Yeah. So that means that they was mad and twerking, mm-hmm. like to get on his nerves. That yeah. man, where's that video? Is we, that yeah. does that exist? With, he came out with a statement, and his statement had, and other people who were there had said that he had told them a couple of times, yeah. like, "Hey, you know." That's I what's so y'all. funny to me trying to visualize it. Like if he came over here and told you, and, and your girls is at the table, you're like, "This motherfucker gonna say we can't twerk." Mm-hmm. I'd be right. like, "Grandma, let's fucking twerk the shit out this Grandma, motherfucker." <laughs> Grandma, she can't do her thing. Yeah. <laughs> get it, grandma. No, I, and then I, if he said three times, that means they sat back down again. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then yeah. got back up with even more enthusiasm when the twerk. That, yeah, because they was they was at they was at peak level right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The, the that nigga was like, get shit the fuck. What the <laughs> bitches? <laughs> that was the last one. That was it. He yeah. was like, he can't. He, all right, y'all, y'all, calm, y'all calm down. That's yeah. that was yeah, everybody calm down. Yeah, right, cool. do yeah. I wanted to see what broke the camel's back is what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, can, can y'all chill? <laughs> right, I, I'm going to ask right, y'all this okay. one more time. Okay. Yeah. Can y'all cool. chill? We chilling. Did y'all get enough to drink? We did. I need What the fuck is y'all doing? <laughs> what the fuck? This is my establishment. I came to this motherfucker <laughs> two times. <laughs> yeah. That was it after that. No, he, but he was. He, twerking on you could tell he was he was tired, and they had to be really disrespecting that furniture. Yeah, absolutely. They had to be really disrespecting. But I heard people who were watching it like, I can't believe he. You know, you can hear the little remarks. Nigga went, nigga went to go take somebody. These motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. If I gotta go I'ma back, I'm, I'm gonna say something. Yeah. I'm gonna say something, and I'm gonna go the fuck off. Some somebody shit. some somebody get my bill money together. <laughs> like, yep, somebody yep. get my bill money together. And I'm about to go the fuck off, <laughs> nigga. When he came in there, it was like, <laughs> what the fuck? He, he was <laughs> mad. Know, what the fuck, bro? But wouldn't you be okay? So let's say this. That nigga like, walked back and forth and everything. This nigga was. I I put it like this. Okay, I put, we've all been to places like like Swoop when it's packed or mm-hmm. someplace like that, right? Yeah. yeah. And let's say you got somebody who they playing music, they hype, they jump on your car. Now you don't know these people, but oh, they no. jumping on your car and they dead ah because oh, no. everybody having a mm-hmm. good time. Yep. Yeah. And then you like, hey, you know, mm-hmm. did you get off my car? Yeah. For ladies, like, yeah. you leaning too hard on my car. I don't know you. I just watched it. Mm-hmm. You know, could you get off my stuff? Right. Mm-hmm. And then they like, yeah, you, you, I'm my bad. And yeah. you're like, oh, cool. <laughs> all right, I got you. Yeah, Whatever. Right. Right. And then you go turn your head, and then they jumping on your shit again because mm-hmm. a new song came on. Yeah. You like, yeah. I kind of told you the last time. Yeah. Could you stop? You know, I don't even know why the fuck you on my hood. Like, how right. the hell you get up on my sunroof? I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. And then you turn back around, and they're inside your car. After a while, you gotta be like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm flipping because that's man. your shit. Yeah. So I don't think people who are not looking at it like 
I own this stuff. I put my money into this. Like, yeah. this is not what I'm allowing. If a person allows you to do that, that's cool. But if it's not that type of party, it don't matter what he plans. Yeah, but ain't that type of party. Okay, but what is he doing now? He said his business is booming, but now is he allowing twerking or was they just coming in there because they yeah, are against twerking? Yeah. Like, how is it working? Yeah. Like, I, want, I don't understand. Sure, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't. I'm pretty sure no twerking is allowed. But people was like, well, he shouldn't have had the DJ in there and, and all this. And I'm like, well, I've been in places that, especially like you said, Atlanta, that's the first thing my mind went to. Mm-hmm. Hey, but I kind of agree with that somewhat because you can, like, when you got, like, a set playlist, when, like, you already know what the hell going on. But if you got a DJ, you running the risk yeah. that a motherfucker might get too high. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if that nigga the in DJ. there, like, dropping hits, you gonna yeah, be, yeah. Well, you know what I mean? It yeah. starts slow, and all of a yeah. sudden, that the ball starts rolling. That for 2000 <laughs> Oh, that's a rap. Listen. Yeah. No. You can't, you can't play that shit. There's some trigger songs for yeah. black people. You know that, that man. No. My no. Naked my, you play my naked my back? Yeah. No. You can't. You can't so, not do my naked so Everybody got a trigger song. I ain't going to tell you what mine is, but everybody got no. one. No. Well, if, if, if he, Swift shit, ain't it, bro? If they playing, I say shit. If they playing Little John and the East Side Boys, ain't nobody came up and smacked another motherfucker, then we straight. <laughs> Right. Then you should know how to behave. Yeah. If you ain't got people fighting over the eggs that, and shit. Yeah, that's the point. Because I said that too. I said on Twitter, I was like, if what if a dude came in the club and DJ <laughs> dropped like, uh, I ain't scared of you niggas or, right. or never scared or oh, whatever. Listen, right. never scared. And then he shot the club up and then he on Twitter the next day, well, if the DJ didn't play that <laughs> song, I wouldn't have shot the club up. Hey. No I wasn't even shit. thinking about no shooting bullshit. this motherfucker yeah. up. No bullshit. Yeah. But if the DJ wouldn't have played that goddamn yeah, song, absolutely. he wouldn't have probably shot the club yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I strongly believe in that shit. It's about accountability. <laughs> I was trying to drink my drink. He had to play that shit. Yeah. I'm over here like, oh, shit. This nigga didn't play. Oh, I'm about to pull my piss down. Hey, nigga. Like. Throw your club, throw your setup. That nigga, you that nigga threw up the wrong set. <laughs> yeah. That nigga threw up the wrong set. That was that five. Why? Fifteen people are now dead. After yeah. DJ played Bone hey, Crusher. No lie. Yeah. No lie. That's 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 on the web somewhere in two thousand and three, two thousand and four. No, no yeah. I'm gonna tell you this. We I know me myself came up in the era of Little Giant being actually in the club. That nigga and we wild. went crazy. Wow. But we mm-hmm. we went crazy, but the fights happened after. That was some beef that happened from the hood. Yeah. That yeah, wasn't just yeah, it was gonna happen was, regardless. Yeah, that, that shit was already the, in the, the works. The, the, <laughs> hey, hey, but <laughs> if you ever get some fight music, nigga, it's the best. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Lil John motivated you to handle your business, but he ain't gonna start but, no beef. You know what I mean? Like, but he got a song. He, he got a song saying, "I ain't trying to start no shit." <laughs> It won't be no shit. That's what, that's what the song say, Ron. Right? No, you start, start starting no beef, then don't play that nigga shit no more. <laughs> but so you know how to act when it comes to certain music. So I feel like that was, I don't care. It was Don't sorry. start no it shit, was disrespectful. Bro, be no shit. It was disrespectful. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But it was another video that they were dancing and they, they were like, what you know. What was the song? I don't. What that was playing? Yeah, that was playing. Shit, I don't know. I body, yaddy, yaddy. You can't. It's some song. I can't stand that fucking song. You gotta oh go up to the DJ and be like, DJ, these are a few songs you just can't play. Niggas yeah. just can't handle it. Dude, they can't handle it. That's that's true. Look, I can't even Niggas click on Chicks Live no more. That's the nah. only fucking thing you hear. Yeah, like, that's nah. you gotta watch their lives in, on mute. In the world, in the world of like your camera phone, like every time the song come on, you gotta TikTok. 
Let me go ahead and do this. Mm-hmm. Buy the yachty from the waitress. Because they have a dance. They, there's a dance. <laughs> now the waitress is buy the yachty, yachty, yachty. Man, bro, I'm sick of it. The whole, cl- the whole restaurant is buy it. This nigga had to kick the waitress out. Hey, bitch, y'all be here. <laughs> the fuck is going on? We had to hire new waitresses and shit. All right, man. Let me, let's switch up a little bit. We had a little silly moment. I got a, all right, all right. I got a question to ask Bobby. This guy has something to do with a comedian that we just talked about going to be on a future show. And I think I asked this question a couple of times, too. Why is it in the comedy game that it seems like some comedians can fly under the radar for so long, and then you see some get their breaks, they go on to do TV shows, mm-hmm. you see some in movies, and then, like, and insult to injury, you see some of the social media stars that just hop right to movies. Yeah. You just bypass all of that work and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. just... Let's talk about that. Let's talk school us real quick on this. So talent is never it. It's never talent. It's always marketability. It's it's a situation where you could have an agent that's in there and they can get you in a show and then your life just it just takes off. Like take Lil Rail, for example. Yeah. Um Lil Rail was in Get Out and um he told me that came out in February and mm-hmm. in December we was sitting here, he was here. And he was like, man, I'm in this movie, you know, and I'm, it's about to change my life. And I was like, really? He's like, it's like a horror film, but I'm like the only comic relief in the movie. And I was like, really? And then he, it hit. And then after that, it started him yeah. losing everything. And it's, it's kind of, um, it, again, it's all about the marketability, but it's yeah. the business at the end of the day. The funniest comics, you don't even know them yet, or you may know them. And they just ain't out there because mm-hmm. you. The, it, it was a, it was a pathway, especially we're we're on the outside of the structure now. And what I mean by that, there was always a structure with comedy up until maybe the last seven eight years because yeah. you know Comic View's gone, Dev Comedy Jam's gone, First Amendment's gone. Um, and what it was is when you would perform, you were perfecting an act to be uh on a sitcom or something you yeah. want you don't you don't know when that producer or director or writer is going to be in that room and see you and and watch you and come up to you at the end of the show and be like hey man i'm working on this new sitcom i think you'd be a cool neighbor for this show so everybody was it was that everybody was on that path or yeah. like if you go back to the 80s and 90s and even before that it was getting on the late night show uh-huh. and then you do that five minute bit and you take off Mm-hmm. JJ from Good Time, same with him. He, mm-hmm. You did that late night, and then you made a million dollars in the next year. It was always that one thing. And when people know those, those are the gatekeepers. They know, okay, I'm the difference between you making it and not is through me. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go out, and they could literally, like tomorrow, pluck Cortez off the stage, put him in a show, and now his life has changed. And it had nothing to do with his work ethic. It's all about luck. Yeah, it's all about chance. It ain't about your talent. Now, being in the right place with your talent, yeah, gets you there. But your talent, it usually doesn't center around that. It's just like, well, we can make money off this dude. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's why it's about being in the right place, man. Yeah. I, do, I do, I do think that's kind of it too. And now mm-hmm. it's kind of shifting because when they getting these people on shows, like you brought up a little rail. I seen Jess Hilarious on his show, and I'm like, how the fuck Jess Hilarious get on this show? Yeah. I'm not saying Jess Hilarious is trash or anything like that, mm-hmm. but to get the opportunity to be on the show, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was a lot of motherfuckers that could have took that role. Yeah, so but since they are yeah. marketing mm-hmm. her, yeah, I, I believe that she got a shot. It's a, it's and it's also the conversion that they're expecting to happen. So it's it's happening, failed, and now this is about to change. And I'm telling y'all now, like in in terms of 
entertainment and comedy it's about to change so you like you said you get those social media dudes that get these opportunities yeah and then you're like well dang what happened you know like yeah. what's about to start happening because it, it's failed it's failed too many times you'll get a youtuber with with four million followers mm-hmm. and they'll b- do a tour and bring out 700 800 2000 people at a time mm-hmm. and they're giving a horrible performance mm-hmm. or they'll put them in a movie they they've done that before hollywood's mm-hmm. put all these youtubers in a movie and they thought that their subscribers were going to convert to viewers mm-hmm. and they're like we don't want to see you in that capacity we want to see you <laughs> doing what you do you know Make what i'm saying we want to see you run head first to a brick wall nigga yeah absolutely yeah. i don't want to see you a wheel smith yeah right. there you go and it didn't work and it was always a failure box office flop box office flop it, it never it never it never makes it and then with yeah. with little rail show and then having um Jess on there Jess mm-hmm. her followers didn't even like the show you see it a lot oh this show whack you know what i'm saying yeah, or yeah it was tough just, to watch and then people that didn't i didn't like even hear Jess, about it people Lurell wouldn't watch show? it yeah it was yeah. tough to watch yeah and people that didn't like Jess didn't watch the show mm-hmm. because yeah. of Jess so it it put a bar- a barrier up for the 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 the, the uh, span that the show could have reached mm-hmm. But because people don't like her, and then she did the stuff with the Sikhs and and um, being, you know, she was like on the on the plane or whatever, mm-hmm. and she had thought these dudes were Muslim. Or, yeah, yeah Muslim I, thought, or I don't like know that. what that was about. Yeah, that was it, weird. Yeah, because oh, they had the turbans on yeah. and stuff. Oh, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, they yeah, the internet did not respond. Yeah, the internet to tell you. Hey, down. yeah, uh, especially when you haven't reached a certain level of fame, yeah. you can't afford to be. Hacked apart by the internet. <laughs> you might not so, survive that shit. Sinbad was the best best yeah. thing on that show. I cracked up. Mm-hmm. And then, then and then also that's how I feel with just with entertainment because uh, Cortez can attest to this too. Being a newer comic, you're not new. You're not new by any means, right. but you're a newer comic. Every day you wake up, you feel like it can be that day because all it takes is one opportunity. It be shows where I'll, I'll be on, and it's like like we did Damon Wayans. And Damon Wayans is one of my favorite comics. And, I mean, I just just idolize the guy. And people after the show were like, oh, my God, you were funnier than him. And I didn't want to hear that. because, mm-hmm. But they don't understand that I'm hungry. Right. Damon mm-hmm. made yeah. it. So he can get up there. His composure is different. Mm-hmm. And I'm up there sweating and crawling all on the floor. Yeah. And I'm telling my jokes and getting every laugh I can because I got more to prove. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He already proved his 30 years ago. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So. I'm up there giving my all, and people don't see the difference. They don't realize that I'm just scratching and clawing, trying to get whatever I can, all them laughs, mm-hmm. laughs every two seconds, you know. Mm-hmm. And it can be, Damon can be like, hey, Bobby, I got this show, because I'm trying to impress him, too, and then I'm trying to make the crowd laugh. And he's like, man, I'm working on this show, and I think I think you'd, you'd be good at this, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's all it takes, you know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's out of our hands as entertainers. Um, yeah, I was personally there with Kevin Hart in his rise, like seeing it and being there on the ground before he got any opportunities, other than the Paper Soldiers. But it's yeah. it it. So when when I seen that, I was like, man, all I need is that one shot, that one shot, and I'm still pushing for it. You know, I've had a couple yeses, but. I've been eating off them couple yeses because I've been grinding still. But yeah. with him, I saw him get that one opportunity, then another opportunity mm-hmm. because he got that one opportunity. And Hollywood is like a copycat industry. Yeah, It's creatively bankrupt. So they say, well, if this is what's working and everybody like this person, we're going to run this to the ground. And then they get the next person, they're going to run that to the ground. Mm-hmm. So that's just how it works. That's yeah. how it works. 
Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I like uh I I I like the 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 Kevin Hart old movies, man. Yeah. The Paper Soldiers. That one was a good one. That's cool. It was a good one, man. Soul, Soul yeah. Plane wasn't that bad. It was bad, but it was like one of those mm. films where I can I laughed. Yeah. I did laugh. Yeah. Monique had me cracking up at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I laughed. He man. was funny in scary Pop was movie. Funny as well. I mean, yeah. to me, he was funny in scary movie, but. I just like that. But I do understand what you mean. Like, they just shove it to the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they, they have been, when Kevin Hart, like, really got his break, yeah. they was using him in every goddamn thing. Like, every that walk hard. I was yeah, like, Hollywood will run you into the that? ground. You as a person yeah. once you make it. Like, mm-hmm. they'll make your yeah. career short because yeah. they want to suck all of the money like, out of you possible. Tiffany Haddish, like, she has finally got her big big break, and she's just been in movies and movies and TV shows. Yeah. And I'm not seeing it. I'm like, I'm not seeing what, like, most of the shows that she's in and the movies that she's in, she plays the same character, and I think that's what you mean. Like they just shove you into the ground with that same fucking character mm-hmm. until until you break out of it. I think the one of the coolest movies that Kevin Hart did was The Ring or The Wedding Ringer the or wedding something ringer. like that. Yeah, and that shit was dope. He didn't. He didn't. He wasn't the topic of laughter. Mm-hmm. He had his own role. He was the big nigga on on the set and everything. And I felt I was like, damn, yeah. Kevin ain't playing second to nobody this show. Mm-hmm. And I ain't seen another one since then. Yeah. And that's why I'm scared about Tiffany Haddish. I don't think she would be able to break out that role. Tiffany did the smart thing, and I'm just going to go out on the limb. Um, Tiffany realized that she's not as funny as as her her um, the way they pump her up to be, because she's her her stature is bigger than her talent, because she just came out of nowhere with Girls Trip. Yeah, and people yeah. was like, "Oh my god!" And yeah, that was hilarious. Fit in Girls Trip, mm-hmm. but you can't take that role and put that in every single movie. Yeah. and say this is going to work. Mm-hmm. So Tiffany took off on this big old tour, and everybody was coming out to see her. You know, she's selling out two, three thousand seaters, theaters, and everything, and she's bombing, bombing. Mm-hmm. I heard trending. Oh, she's down here in Detroit. She bombed. She down in Miami. Mm-hmm. New Year's Eve bombed. And Tiffany was like, let me pivot. Mm-hmm. And what she did is she used her name to put other people on. And then she did I the Stay Ready tour. Yeah. And then she start, because she's now hosting and doing little bits, and but she's letting them shine. Smart. And then it took the attention off of, okay, she's not really, you know what I'm saying? They don't, mm-hmm. like, you, you see what she's doing? Like, dang, I can't hate on that. She's doing yeah. good. She's helping sisters yeah. out and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But she's still getting in movies, and she's still doing the same mm-hmm. act. You know right. what I'm saying? So, All right, but as like, far as her stand-up, though, like, wouldn't different writers, like, yeah. be able to change a comedian, mm-hmm. like, be able to break them all the way down and build them back up? Why yeah. do you think that mm-hmm. people who get in that position to where you said, like, their stature is bigger than your talent, mm-hmm. why won't you help grow your talent? Get help. Get a ghostwriter. That's what that's Why what you do that? hilarious did. But I, I offered, yeah, my boy, um, uh, dang, what's his Cause name? Because she didn't want, I think she came here and she didn't do so well. And I was like, dude, she fucking right? Yeah. Or what is she doing? Yeah. And then she came back and she killed. Yeah, right I said, motherfucker. So I offered to write for, for um, Tiffany and I offered to write for Nene Leakes too. And I got turned down both times. Damn. Yeah. yeah, so it's just, that's what I do. I, I try to embody them and then I try to write from their perspective and try mm-hmm. to make it work. And even send some jokes over. It's like, no, no, thank you. We're not interested. But then where they at now? See what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Right. So, um, but she could have done that and that would have been the best bet. But it takes time to work those jokes out because she wasn't in the clubs. Like if she had did comedy clubs instead of theaters mm-hmm. and she did 
two shows a night for three nights and then on Sunday do one show, so that's seven shows, mm-hmm. she could work that material out. But when you say, you know what, that club hosts 350 people, I'm just going to do the Midland that hosts 2,500. That's my whole weekend in one night. And mm-hmm. then you didn't get to work that material out. So your Friday early show oh, will be a little bit, it'd be funny, but it's intimate. Yeah. And then by by Saturday late show, you got them jokes down. Mm-hmm. And then you start booming, booming. Then next weekend, you pick up from where you left that off. Ain't no lie. But you mm-hmm. can't grow when you're just doing arenas and theaters like that. It just doesn't yeah. work okay. out that way. Yeah. But is there a different type of comedy? Because mm-hmm. I see some people are funnier as skits. Mm-hmm. And when, like you said, when you see him do stand-up, it's like, Yikes. <laughs> you know, that that's not great. So could it just be that I'm funnier at doing this mm-hmm. than I am at doing this? Like mm-hmm. stand-up may not be my thing. So, so here's the problem. Comedy doesn't require a certification. You can just do something silly and now people say you're a comedian. Right. Yeah, because they laugh. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. And then what does a comedian do? You write jokes. You write a setup, punchline, you know, premise, punchline, things like that. And then it, it's an art form. It's it's the mechanics of comedy. Mm-hmm. When you're in front of 350 people mm-hmm. at a comedy club and you're looking at different backgrounds, they all respond the same way. That's why we watch sitcoms. And we know where to laugh because the laugh tracks is in there. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the way they set the punchlines up, it tickles us. <laughs> it, it makes sense. It, it, right. it walks you through it. These people will, and I've done so many shows with internet in, <laughs> dudes, and they come out and they just bomb because they think they're going to go up there with their dresses and, and do this. And yeah. All right, after four minutes, what else you got, dog? We want to hear some jokes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so it, it, don't, it doesn't work. <clears throat> I bought a new outfit, nigga. <laughs> yeah, <it>? yeah. <laughs> I got to wear this fuck? again tomorrow because it ain't the money. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, but that happens a lot. So the first thing they do, you do something silly, mm-hmm. and then they say, oh, you're a comedian. Then you go to these dudes' pages and – they got like 12,000 followers, and it says comedian, and they ain't did no stand-up. Mm-hmm. And psh, you go see the, go see their show. They have a million followers. You go see their show, and you're like, what? We, y'all know we, we was at one, mm-hmm. and it just didn't go right. And I was like, <laughs> ah, that million followers ain't going to help you be funny, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, exactly. So, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah. yeah. A lot of, a lot of um, internet comedians that try to cross over mm-hmm. – you know the difference now is is when you when you're a comedian, a stand up comedian first, mm-hmm. you you're building you building like this type of audience, right? But you're getting these audience like randomly. Like you may perform with this person, mm-hmm. you you got their audience. You may perform yeah. with this person, you got their audience. But when these internet comedians come in town, they bring their own audience. Mm-hmm. So you you expecting them to be as funny as they are on camera, and yeah. they don't even relate like that. So this is what happens. So a lot of the internet dudes are, I would say, under twenty five. Most yeah. people under 25 mm-hmm. have never stepped foot in a comedy club. But what they have seen is Dave Chappelle. They've seen Kevin Hart. They've yeah. seen it on TV. So they've never been in a comedy club, but they're following this guy. So then when yeah. they go into the comedy club, they expect that dude to be funny like Kevin Hart or Dave Chappelle. And when they get there, mm-hmm. they're disappointed because they don't know what to expect. Yeah. So it's a difference. Like you said, it, it's, it's, it, if, if these dudes – Study the game. I'll take DC Young Fly for example. DC Young Fly is a prime example of what you should do as an internet sensation and learn the comedy game. Don't think because you got two million followers that you're too good to go up at an open mic night. Go up there, bomb, try to do better. People gonna respect that and say, "Dang, I see the growth." When mm-hmm. I work with I work with DC two two years in a row. Yeah. In the first year, he was funny. 
And I was like, bro, you're good at stories. Keep pumping them stories out. And then he started pumping them stories. And then the next year, he was more poised. And then his stories was hitting a lot better. And mm -hmm. I was like, dude, I see the growth. I see the progress. And mm -hmm. every comedian that I know looks at him as one of us because you're actually doing what you're supposed to do to be a great comedian. Mm -hmm. Because the reason why comedians take it personal and they be like, they, they don't understand the 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 way we look at comedy. So when people see old heads, like we old heads when we talking about a, a new dude, and they'll be yeah. like, oh, he hating because he ain't where he at and all this. It's like, no, it's not that. Yes, this is the new sensation right now. Mm -hmm. You know, Mr. Funny Dude on whatever the case may be, <laughs> or whatever, and, and he's the new sensation now. But yeah. I'm trying to help him because what happens is when dudes like, you know, you know, the, the, the new dudes come out and they come on the stage, they stink it up. Mm -hmm. And guess who got to fix it? You. We do. Yeah. So the old head now, we got to come out there and fix it. You yeah. know, and there's nothing wrong with trying and learning, but don't come in there like you the big boss, you, you, you the man, and you about to kill it, and then you don't really do it. They, be, right. they be on that damn flyer. They be like, <laughs> blah, blah's coming down, then you yeah. go to the show, yeah. and that motherfucker do 10 minutes, and yeah. then the other people on the show is mm -hmm. doing the 30 and 45 minutes. Yeah. You're like, man, I really wanted to come see this motherfucker for Absolutely. $40. Yeah. For $40. Oh, and then, and then it's personal, too, because, like, you, if, if with me, I'm 17 years now, and... Mm -hmm. It, it 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 does bother me a little bit because I'm like, man, that's you know, I'm coming in here wrecking shop, but that Hell ain't yeah. me. I had my calling card in 2012, 2013. I was like packing them out, but then it just you know the, the tide shifted, and that's okay. But mm -hmm. I'm like, dang, this dude just don't get it. You know, they should mm -hmm. be able to go in here and wreck the sh the show. But I was always a comedian first, and then mm -hmm. internet came, and then I capitalized on using the platform to be funny yeah. and then people was like oh who's this dude and then i was able to to perform mm -hmm. i didn't have to go in and be like oh snap they just offered me five grand to do this college and i ain't got no jokes and right. then you, go on, <laughs> you know what i'm saying you, you go on youtube and steal some material then you do their show you bring your prop bag and right. all this stuff from yeah. your videos and that's what happens you know mm -hmm. but for me i was already a comedian so i was like i was just using twitter to tell jokes exactly. I literally, twitter was my stage that's why i blew up on twitter because it was my stage and i'm on there i would think of a joke mm -hmm. tell it and it would go viral boom mm -hmm. and then i tell the joke on stage and i started to learn they like dang nigga, we heard it hell yeah like people would laugh but even yeah, if they knew it like they yeah. like like it's your joke. It's my joke. Right. It's my <laughs> joke. Yeah. So I would write. I was using that to test mm -hmm. jokes out to see if it was funny, and then and then my boy Ray in Philly, he's a comedian, and um, he was like, "Bro, you got to stop doing this." He's like, "I'm throwing shows and niggas coming in here with your whole timeline telling your jokes." Yeah. I was basically putting my material because I'm thinking it's what mine, but I didn't realize people were stealing yeah. it. So what people would do would like cut off your name and then repost it. It was yeah. like right at that <laughs> point, and they were <laughs> reposting it. So it was one joke. Um, Michael Blackson shared it, but people thought it was his joke, and it was my um, joke, the the juicy juice joke. Oh, I love it. I said, so I was like, "You ever been over hood chick house?" And she having a. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, like hood chicks do wine tastings and stuff like that, thinking they, you know, <laughs> thinking they, <laughs> they thinking they doing it big. They got the two dollar, <laughs> they got the two dollar barefoot Moscato stuff, and they in there prancing around. Ooh, girl, you need to try this. The whole bucket of wine is like twelve dollars, <laughs> but they, you know, they fancy though. 
So I was talking about that, and then I was, and I seen it happen, and I yeah. was like, "This is really a thing they doing." And it was mm-hmm. just the phase at the time. So I remember writing a joke. I said, well, "You ever been to hood chicks uh, wine <laughs> tasting?" And then they start pouring their little made up liquors, and then she's like, "Ooh, girl, taste this. This is a juicy juice and some rock. This is a Pedialyte and Patron, girl. You know what I'm saying?" So, <laughs> so I wrote that on Twitter, and then. I remember like I was out. I remember being out and then I was getting a bunch of like like when I get online I was getting a ton of notifications and people was like, "Yo, Michael Blackson stole your joke." He didn't technically steal it because yeah. he never performed the joke, but he just posted it because it was funny mm-hmm. and my name wasn't on there. And at that point I knew and I don't I haven't done the joke since then because when people see it they're going to mm-hmm. be like, "Uh, eh, nigga, you stealing material off the internet." Not yeah. realizing I'm fueling the yeah. material out there, yeah. you know? So I've had, I mean, it, look, it's, this is so, it's so much with this comedy game. I've seen somebody mm-hmm. say that shit one time. I was at a mm-hmm. comedy show and I got done and, you know, this girl walked up to me and she was like, she was like, I heard all your jokes on the, on the internet. <laughs> I was just, like, just like, well, damn, they, yeah. it's my jokes, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm the one that wrote them. Yeah. Exactly. She came up to you mad. Too. Man, you can't like, say that shit again, right. nigga. You already posted that yeah. shit. You already posted this and shit. It, yeah, not no more. If, if he posts as a as a set, then cool. Like right. you can post that clip, then do it that way. Yeah. I had to learn the hard way. Cause I've lost some bangers. Like when I did comic view and they had us to audition, well, I didn't have to audition, but they had people audition. And I immediately got calls from the producers in Chicago saying that this dude did my joke. And of course he didn't get the, the, the opportunity to do the show, but I got blew up like, Hey man, this dude did your stuff. Oh, it was the, the, the gay joke in mm-hmm. Atlanta joke. Where the uh, bouncer was gay. <laughs> now you gonna have to tell it. Like, I, I don't yeah, think I remember this I'm one. I'm looking like, okay, tell yeah, me. Yeah, so it's been stolen from me too, but it talks about me, and I still do it every now and again. But it talks about me being um, at a club in Atlanta mm-hmm. after the after my shows. So I'm like, man, I like to go kick it at the end of my show. And I was like, so we pull up to this club. My boy, like, well, we, you know, we, we can go here, or whatever. So I'm like, cool. It's a long line, but I say, I see a you know light skinned dude over there. He must be the <laughs> VIP. He at the door. He must be the VIP dude or yeah. whatever. So we pull up, get out the car. We stand in line. And I'm like, man, you know, this line long. He's like, let's go over to the dude. So we go over there. And I'm like, <laughs> fellas, you know, how they pit, you know how they patch you down. You know, right. they do like this, boom, boom, boom. You're in, right? <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, I walk up to the dude. I got pocket full of money. I'm like, come on, y'all. So I put my hands up. And he started patting me down. And I'm like, but this pat down was a little different. <laughs> <laughs> this pat down was like six, seven minutes. So he's like, breast, ass, crotch, breast, ass, crotch. <laughs> then he spent me around. I'm like, he reached so far up under here, this nigga scratched my back. I'm like, hey. So I pull up off of the dude like, yo, dog, what's up, man? Nigga, you know, I ain't gay, nigga. Matter of fact, go call your manager. He was like, Psh, "Go call the manager because I don't, because I don't work here anyway." <laughs> so oh he did that God. one, dude. What I promise you—that was a good one. I probably would have stole that one. Yeah, yeah. I promise you. I like you, that. One. <laughs> every time somebody asks me who my top five comedians are, you always in my top five, bro. Oh, like man, I kid you not, every time. Like for the first time I seen you, mm-hmm. I had tears, man. Yeah. And ever since then, I still go see you. Uh huh. Ah, uh, speaking of, listen, good segue, uh-huh. good segue, because we have to, yes, I am, right yes, off. I am, because uh-huh. he was right, Robert was right, it changed, your, your list changed, hey, your list you, changed. You, <laughs> hey, you, you, hey, you can go your online, <laughs> like a fuck, I remember him though, yeah. Gary so Owens, so if I ask him his top five, and he yeah. don't say these fucking people, who was, who's your top five, Gary Owens, Chris Rock, 
Bobby J, myself, and Nah, you a lying motherfucker. You said D Ray was in your top no, five. No, I did not say D Ray was in my top five. I could have sworn yeah. you said, yeah, you did. You said Gary Owen. Are you are you put Gary Owen? You said Sinbad? He did say Gary. He did yeah. say Gary. That's number five. It's about twenty people in Cortez's top it's five. <laughs> There's like 20 people in there. Hey, write my shit down and you can go back to that. <laughs> we got to listen to the shows. Yo, I kid you not, every time me and, me and the old lady go, she be like, yeah. she be like, we already heard these jokes. I be like, they fucking funny. Yeah, every yeah. fucking time yeah. I see this nigga. Yeah. I see you at the Wanda Prom. Nigga. Nigga, I uh, cried that night too. Yeah, I forgot. I about cried that night. How did, <laughs> like, I don't even, I don't, I don't even understand how you even did it. Like, mm. it was a prom, bro. Like, we yeah. was all dressed up. We all grabbed a seat, yeah. and this nigga went out around the room and talked about everybody. Yeah. I cracked up the whole yeah. time. Did you? Yeah, talked about everybody. Damn, so you roasted the whole party. <laughs> roasted everybody. Because yeah. I saw how the show was going, and what I do is I don't really listen to comics too much, but I kind of peek in and see what's going on. And I see how the crowd was reacting. They was being some prudes a little bit. Because when we dress up, we like, all right, you know, we want to do our thing. And But comedy was introduced to the wind-up prime. Man, yeah. when was this? When was this? Like that was like three or four, four. Yeah, four or five years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, sh- shout out. Who, who, who put that together? Uh, Terrence uh, Maddox. Maddox. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Terrence Maddox. Yeah, so... I was like, you know what? I'm about to loosen these people up. So I just Man. started like, hey, y'all better loosen the hell up. You know what I'm saying? We here, y'all uptight. You know, yeah. y'all ain't trying to sweat these outfits out. Yeah. I'm like, I don't try to wear up to church tomorrow and all this stuff. So I'm just going in. Every time. And then man. I just start talking about like the old people there yeah. and the couples. We had to joke about this oxygen tank, man. That mug is about to give me in tears right now. How you would turn the ladies' oxygen tank off. Oh, yeah. I remember the oxygen yeah, tank yeah, joke. Yeah, Nigga, yeah. that joke, yeah. man. <laughs> so the, the, Legendary, bro. Don't even tell nobody that joke. They got to come see you to see that joke bro. yeah that's my closer now and i wrote ah. that joke so i wrote the joke in 2000 and maybe 2011 2012 a long time ago and then i just never did it because mm-hmm. i tried it once and it didn't hit like i wanted it got laughs but it was like weird laughs like it, didn't, yeah. it wasn't because when you do comedy you know where your laugh's supposed to come yep. yeah so i'm like i don't know what you know what what to do so and with I that punchline and nobody laugh you'd be like yeah <laughs> yeah you'd be like damn shit, right. that was the punchline right. right. i don't know you'd be like shit this crazy start dancing yeah did you say start dancing start dancing yeah, start yeah. Dancing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. DJ, what supposed to do? DJ, run that back real quick. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the DJ, hey, the DJ get it to words. Like, yeah, yeah. Nigga, who fired this DJ? Right, right, right. We <laughs> so, ain't got nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> so I wrote it, and then I didn't do it for like five, six years. Mm. And then something made me bring it back. I don't know what it was. And all of a sudden, I did it, and then I did the oxygen tank, oh, and I made the noise. Lord. And... <laughs> It's, yeah, it's a yeah. I heard you heard it. Oh, yeah, I seen it within well, the I seen it. I seen like it seven, twice. eight months ago. Like when was the last time we went to the Improv and saw Bobby J? She ain't paying attention. Yeah, it was like within a year ago. Yeah, so I, that's my closer now because it's a long story and. I don't want to close on a high high. I want to close with like laugh, laugh, laugh because they hear the story mm. and then I do it and then what happens at the end is like oh shit and then yeah. that's my time you know. But yeah. that joke it, it grew over maybe eight years and mm-hmm. then it became something so mm-hmm. you know even with comics when they write don't throw them jokes away i just opened up a uh, a photo album and i had a notepad because i don't write my jokes out if i have a joke and it'll be like broke down car that's all mm-hmm. i write broke down car and then once i tell the story in my head it's there 
So nice. I had nice. a list, and it was like 30 jokes. And I was like, I don't even remember these. Now, yeah. if I kept seeing it over the years, yeah. but when I looked, I was like, man. And I, and then I it, it showed me, like, I could tell when it was from, and it was like around that time, like mm-hmm. maybe eight years ago. So, Damn, yeah, that's man. dope, man. Yeah. That joke, the first joke I ever heard you tell, I remember this day like was yesterday. Mm-hmm. I just started comedy. I want to say it was like 2012, mm-hmm. and you everybody knew who you was. It was yeah. just like – like if you you wasn't nobody if if you didn't know who Bobby J was yeah. it was like it was like well you do comedy yeah I do comedy yeah. be like you perform Bobby J nah but I want to yeah, right. <laughs> so I like but I want to yeah. and I went I went to Kevin Rove spot shout out to mm-hmm. Kev Rove I went to uh he used to do a little thing on Thursdays him mm-hmm. and uh I want to say her name is Jamila or Jamila, Jamila yeah, yeah, yeah yeah they was doing something on Thursdays and they had us come out and perform like open mic and shit oh, and yeah. one day you was hosting yeah. and you was talking about how you told your kids something to go tell their mama yeah. and they done messed up the fucking words all the way to the yeah, room yeah, and yeah. I was like dude what the fuck so I go on here introduce mm-hmm. me and I do my little set or whatever and I'm afraid as fuck because I want Bobby J to like me and I kid you <laughs> I kid you not I kid you not did I he did, like you y'all remember this day like it was yesterday yeah. like I walked to the bathroom he was it, it, they got this little lift up there where they got the pool tables and shit at and that's where the bathroom is at so I walked to the bathroom and I'm coming out the bathroom because he's on the mic and I'm in the bathroom like just you know you know just like did I do good did I not do good and I come out the bathroom and he's coming to the steps and he's like bro you did really good keep on that shit and I was like yeah, yeah. I told everybody I was like Bobby J <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm for hey, I'm for Bobby J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bobby J. Stamp me, nigga. I don't know what the yeah. fuck. <laughs> My nigga, I don't yeah. even know you. Why are you telling me that? Right. <laughs> I told you. That. <laughs> so that joke is I don't do it anymore. But that's the joke about you ever tell a kid to do something for you, Hilarious, and um, they screw they mess it up. So you, so I talk about my oldest daughter, and she was a kid, and I told her I'm gonna pick you up for your, you know, we gonna hang out for the weekend. So I said I'm gonna pick you up, and we're gonna go to the zoo. We'll stop by uh, McDonald's, get yeah. your ice cream, and while we at the zoo, I'll feed. We gonna feed the monkeys, and she loved to feed the monkeys. We was yeah. at the zoo, so I was like, "Well, tell your mama we gonna go to the zoo." And I said, mm. "Matter of fact, tell your mama give you a dollar." So you ever told a kid to do something, and when they go to tell the other adult, you hear them rehearsing it on the way. Yeah. So my daughter's walking, and she's running. And she's like, "Okay, mom, daddy said give me a dollar. We gonna go to McDonald's. We mm-hmm. gonna get a milkshake. <laughs> we go to the zoo. We gonna feed the monkeys." So she get all the way upstairs. She out of breath, and she's like. <sighs> Mama, daddy said he'll give you a dollar if you shake your monkey for him. <laughs> she just messed it all up. So her mama come downstairs like, ah, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, come on, let's go. Let's get the hell out of here. So I don't do that. That was a good one. That was a good one. Oh, that was a good one, bro. I cried. Hey, night. before I forget, I got to ask about this because dealing with these comedians, having celebrities come on the show, people of your stature and stuff, I want to learn. Recently, I watched a YouTube video that Dion Cole put out yeah. called Working It Out. And I had heard that term for the first time when Gary Owen was on the show. Mm-hmm. He was talking about just working out material. Yep. I had no idea what the fuck that meant. Mm-hmm. So he put out a 40-minute video after he did Cold Hearted. Mm-hmm. He tried to bust his whole routine down and you know I mean, build it back up. And he put out all of that shit, like all the comedy clubs, showing the jokes, showing the things that, that might have been used. And he just put it out there. Yeah. How easy is it easy to work out material when you think that like because you know obviously you know you working it out yeah. so is it like does it hurt your confidence when something that you think will hit won't I mean doesn't does it confuse you when the shit that you wasn't sure about kills like how does that work Yeah so it's it's three different 
rooms and we call them rooms and he could have a comedy venue and I call it a room. Right. Comics, that's our lingo. So working it out is he's throwing a show. This is the, well, um, to answer your question, it doesn't hurt my feelings mm-hmm. if it don't work because I expect it to go either way. But what hurts my feelings is the people that attend his show not knowing, and I won't use me for example, but let's just say Gary Owen was in town and showed up to his room. Yeah. And the crowd's there, and Gary's like, you know what? This is a good opportunity to use 10 minutes to try out these new jokes. Yeah. They want to see the TV, Gary. Yeah. They don't want to see you trying out your new jokes, and they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. So when you do a joke, and you be like, ah, shit. Or you pull out a notepad, and they yeah. be like, ah, what's this nigga doing? Mm-hmm. They understand you working out jokes because yeah. Kansas City is not a comedy mecca. Mm-hmm. You can do that in Chicago. You can do that in Philly, New York, L.A., but Kansas City, they want to see a finished product here. Yeah, so yeah even you if can't they polish your shit up in front of them. Absolutely. Nah. So when they see me, and they might be like, man, we heard them first four jokes or whatever. I'm working on it. I'm yeah. working it out. Because when I do get that opportunity, like I had to do, when I did Comic View, I had to go out and record like five sets and try to perfect it. Old material, because they was... X and out, you know, if you can't say this, we ain't talk because we were in a new day now. Like, yeah. you can't say no gay jokes, can't do this. So I had to go do old material. Mm-hmm. And I was like, at this spot, that spot. And it was getting laughs, but I felt weird. Like, man, I'm doing old material in front of these people that they didn't heard before, but they don't realize it's for TV. Yeah. Then when I got on TV, boom, busted it. Like, all right, it's perfected. And the rest of the world never heard them jokes. You exactly. see what I'm saying? Okay. So that's the problem with locale where people think, he could be a rapper, famous to the world. He can leave here and be like, hey, this is the dude. But at home, Nelly can go to St. Louis and probably walk to, to the Chinese restaurant. No, I can't. Oh, that's just Nelly. Yeah. But mm-hmm. here, he's like, oh, snap, Nelly down and go, chicken, go, <laughs> nigga, come on. Because you you used to him. And they like the, his song, it came out like three years after he dropped it. Yeah. Or it became big Hot, after. Yeah. So working it out, it, it just depends where you're at. And it's harder here. Because I understand the dynamic. I could go work it out in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I can go work it out somewhere else. But here in Kansas City, they're like, I paid to get in. I do you tell the crowd you're working it out or do you just? usually do, yeah. Or you'll say, I'm about to try these new jokes or whatever. And they don't even hear it. They just, you it, you really have to make it blatant. Like, hey, I'm just here. Chris Rock could show up. And back when I was starting, that was a thing. It mm-hmm. was the thing. That's how I got into it with so many comedians that are popular and big now. Because they was working it out. It was a time where, you know, I walk in, get nudged, here Kevin Hart is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I'm coming here to, you know, just do some stuff. And I'm going to just get up. Mm-hmm. We call it get up, too. I'm going to get up. You know what I'm saying? So they get up, and you'll see it. And you'll hear the, all right, all right, all right joke back in 2003. He working on it. Yeah. And then in 2011, it finally comes out. Because yeah. he's grinded that. Because you don't want to throw material away because this crowd ain't never heard it. I've done shows here, and I'll be like, damn, I just killed this show for 45 minutes because these people in Overland Park never heard them jokes. You see right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So you get comics that think they got to change it up and do all this different stuff, but you don't have to. It's so hard in Kansas City. That's one of the things that burn you out, too, because you yeah. don't have no place to go mm-hmm. in and try out your jokes. Mm-hmm. Like the places you do have, mm-hmm. you have to beg for the spot yeah. so you can get a crowd, or you have to go perform in some place where – it's a hookah lounge or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and those are not really suitable for comedy shows. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard mm-hmm. to to work out a room in a, in, a, in your local spot, especially yeah. when it don't have no rooms. It, and it's usually, the, the spot is usually like you're infringing on somebody else. So it might be a, a spot off, you know, 
the, the 35th Street, mm-hmm. and there's some old nigga in there shooting darts, and he on the <laughs> he on the he in the area like it's stage here in the yeah. light, and the dartboard, and you on stage telling jokes, so yeah. Fuck. <laughs> and he ain't gonna move because he's right. there every Thursday exactly. for the last forty years, mm-hmm. and you just <laughs> like that's you know what I'm saying. So work out no damn jokes here. Like, yeah, you on my time, and everybody back turned to you and yeah. stuff. So, but for me, what what happens is because I'm such a student of the game, I'm always learning, and I'm always like. Just trying to figure out where I fit in. This yeah. is a new thing every year. You got to reinvent yourself. You got to jump in, yeah. and that that helps you as a comedian as well because you can never fall off because you just figure out the new wave and yeah. take your market. I mean, your your piece of the pie, and maximize that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So for me, with with being here, a lot of comics, and I've heard it, man. Bobby Jane trying to he don't want to do my room or whatever, and I'll be like, well, I can't because I don't want to burn myself out. Yeah. Here. It ain't that I won't do it. And most time, I'll never tell them no. But I'll mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I'll do it in a couple of months. Just book me then. Yeah. And they'll look at it from a perspective of like, oh, Bobby J, he ain't trying to do my room or he think he too big. No. It's a thing called burnout because you you might start your laughing at your leggings off. Uh-oh. And shout out to laugh your leggings yeah. off. Ah, we yeah. was in it. We was I in even it. performed on that yeah, shit. Yeah, you shout did. Shout out to laugh your leggings off. Time. You did? Times. What'd you do? Absolutely. Man, I did stand up like three times, bro. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> I was too bright, though. I couldn't came, keep up. When he yeah. came to my show, he didn't stand down. I don't know what the fuck. He sat down the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was still a cool show. I think that was the very first time. It was okay. Like, I thought I was going to get booed. I, like, fucking went to sleep every night. Like, bro, how you... I was just like, this was my mindset. How you going to handle this shit after they boo your ass? Like, what's the next move? (laughs) You got to shoot everybody out there. You got to dance. (laughs) You got to shoot everybody. You niggas ain't laughing. Come on. Come on. Baby, baby, pull the car around. I'm about to shoot these niggas. (laughs) <laughs> when it happened, it you gonna laugh or cool. you gonna cry? Yeah, <laughs> right. It went cool. People showed you hella love, and you had hella people come out to see you. I was yeah, about to I say the that. first show we did though, like what really made me nervous is because like being known on Facebook for roasting people, me and, and my boy Lavelle, like we was doing our first shout out to stand up ever on that show. Yeah, right. So literally, like man, as long as this table probably double this table, nobody was right there. Mm-hmm. So I basically performed in front of nobody in the front because nobody wanted me to talk that, about it. Yeah. I wasn't even coming like that though. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wrote my shit, yeah. you know what I mean? But nobody sat there, so I really ain't had no uh, interaction up close, and that was like kind of cool though too. <laughs> and that's what people Stupid, do man. now. So it's the reverse Stupid. now. So for me, I used to roast people because I didn't have as much material. So when you, I come out, I'd be like, oh, look at this couple here. Boy, you look like the last crib in Kansas City. Like, like and... What started happening, they wouldn't know I was on the show, or it might be. And then they'd be like, coming to the stage, Bobby J. And you'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> and they start moving to the back. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll move. Get them drinks. Get them yeah. drinks. Yeah. So, I loved it. But now, if somebody says, come, you know, Bobby J., and then people start moving up now, it's different. Because I, I just, I matured. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. Yeah, so I remember that. It was it was crazy. But, <laughs> hey, you know the sad thing? I probably know most of your jokes, man. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I would literally go to a show just to see your ass perform. Mm-hmm. Like, and I wrote my jokes the same way. Really? Like, I would write good. my jokes in a, uh, in a form where, mm-hmm. like, I knew like, I knew your whole set. Like, yeah. you would get up and you would go in in the crowd mm-hmm. and you would work the room. Yeah. And I thought that shit was so cool, like, how you would work the room. Mm-hmm. 
because people want you to talk about them. Yeah, and you come in and start talking about people. And the thing about it was is that some of the jokes that you would do, you would do on different crowds. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this nigga is a genius. Yeah. Like, as soon as I get on stage, I'm going in at the crowd, too. Yeah. And that's yeah. how I used to do there it, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a format. Nobody owns a format. It's just figuring out how to deliver it. Yeah. You can tell your story and just deliver it in a way that when you – when it. it it's it's a setup to where people understand it because mm-hmm. for me, I always like I've always told myself when I'm about to go out on stage, time to have some fun. Yeah, the that changes your mentality so quick. You can be down, you can be like, man, this crowd ain't really that. And then when you tell yourself, time to have some fun, and then you walk out on stage and you're in the mode to have fun. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, you like, man, I feel good. And yeah. it could be 13 people in the crowd. At Kevin's show uh, a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. it was a Friday night show. It was maybe a dozen people in there. And when I tell you, it felt like it was 200 people in there. Man, that's a dope show. It was dope because it was intimate. Yep. And I'm bringing all the people into this. Because I like to yeah. do crowd work, too. And I will talk about you and then bring you in the joke later in the show. Yeah, like, that's so, the beauty. Yeah, yeah, so it was, man, it was like, wow, this was yeah. dope. Do you this ever, do you, like, when I... Like, I don't perform as much anymore, but when I used to perform, I would be at the improv, and I used to be sweating, yeah. like sweating bullets. And yeah. I had to go take a shit, like, every <laughs> like every five <laughs> minutes, man. Like, I just could not handle it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just so, like, my anxiety is going crazy. Like, I'm about to die yeah. before I go on stage. And then when I finally go on stage and that first joke hit, I, like, Everything all that drops. is released. Yeah. It's like, oh, we about to get into this shit, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. You ever feel that way now, or did you used to? So, yes, and whenever before that show, I had to take a shit. <laughs> really? I, no, literally. I Like, it's because, every you, you know, everything. All is, these emotions, yeah, so man. But when I, I remember when I asked Cat, Cat Williams, I said, man, do you guys do the same thing? Yeah. And he said, well, if you're not nervous, then you're going to go up there and you're going to think you're the shit and you're going to fuck up. But when yeah. you are nervous, you try you try harder. You, you, mm-hmm. you go up there and you're more careful about what you do mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. actually give a shit. And I was like, damn, that's a good... Because you see them comics, they be like, I'm about to kill this shit. Yeah. I'm about yeah. to go up there, and you be like, all right, go kill it. And they get up there, and that first joke, they be like, uh. So, yeah, man, it's crazy out here, dog. You know what I'm saying? Woo, that's a yeah. tough one right there, I've seen... Matter of fact... That makes me sad. If I'm not mistaken, it was the last show I went when you was on there. It was some dude from out of town. It was a couple of dudes. It was like three. It seemed like it was like three or four features that night. Mm-hmm. Three of them was hilarious. It was one dude I remember, like it was yesterday, had on a white tee. Like a North Carolina had some college hat. Dude was fucking terrible. Like every mm. once in a while he get a sympathy laugh. Like he never got a real organic mm. laugh. Yeah. It was on that same show because uh, we wasn't going out that much. Mm. And I mean, I was looking like, bro, I wonder how the fuck that feel. I yeah. never mm. want to experience Cringy. that. I will always yeah. work my shit out. Cringy. Like if I get up there, like of course I ain't ran through no comedy clubs and tested it. Mm. But like I, it got to go through my rigorous process. Yeah. I'm not getting up yeah. there, bro, unprepared. And you got to like do it because if you feel it. You know that feeling you don't want to feel anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember when the last time I did the show and I talked about getting booed, and I didn't get booed because of my material. I just get got booed because they was tired of seeing new acts come up. Yeah, that, I told you that at the UMKC, right? Yeah, yeah. I think you, I think you did, did he? I think you I don't did. know. I smoked. No, nah, I didn't yeah. see it. I didn't <laughs> hear about it. Smoking then. So I smoke now. <laughs> so it was. It was. I just a, don't remember. Yeah, I tell you. So real quick, it was a college step <laughs> show. And um, <laughs> it was a college step show. And this was probably, ah, man, this was 2010. No, it wasn't 2010. It was like 2008. 
because Jay, just Jay was still alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So about 2008, and um, there was a step show, and it was, it was a black Greek step show. So, you know, they tell black Greeks, hey, you got 12 minutes to do your set, and mm-hmm. then you're done. Mm-hmm. And they all did like 25, 30 minutes. Damn. So I told the dude, Jonathan, I was like, Joe, John, bring up Jay, bring up me, and then we can start the step show. Mm-hmm. It was 700 people there. He was like, all right, cool. So then the show about to start. He's like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring Jay up, <laughs> bring on, you know, few acts, like few sororities and fraternities, and then you're going to go into intermission, after intermission. It don't work like that. And I that. was like, okay, man, I'm as I've done this before. I started yeah. in college. So I was like, man, all right, cool. So it was act after act. After act after act. So by this time, it's probably 11 o'clock. People got there about 7, 7.30. Oh, man. So Jay went up. Jay went home. He was like, <laughs> all right, man, I'll holler at you, bro. Kill it, man. I'm like, all right. So I'm in the back sleep. I literally was oh, asleep. Fuck. So, um, so dude was like, in, in this time, I was just getting my footing here in Kansas City. So I was like, uh, he was like, man, we about to bring you up. And I was just about to leave, too, because I was like, you know what? Forget it. So he was like, I'm about to bring you up now. What you want me to say? I'm like, man, just just say I'm Kansas City and whatever. Yeah. So he was like, all right, y'all. <laughs> whatever, man. I'm sleepy, yeah. nigga. God damn. Yeah. Like so you got these acts that went on for three hours. And he brings me on. And I remember the song was um, 50 Cent. Uh, I can't remember. The, uh, shit, I can't remember the name of it. But mm-hmm. I had a joke to go with that. So when he brought me on, he played the wrong 50 Cent song. And it was like, light the fire, something. It was like slow. And I'm like, dang, this ain't the right song. Right. So I remember walking out there, and I'm like, what's up, Kansas City? And they was like, boo! (laughs) I didn't tell one joke. I didn't get a joke out. So I'm like, man, what the hell, you know? (laughs) So I'm like, you know, and I'm trying to start getting into my jokes. Like, all right, cool, you know? But I understood they were tired. They were just- I'd have walked right the fuck out. Absolutely. (laughs) That was the shit we did last. Yeah, so again, (laughs) I never told one joke, and then I just walked off. Mm -hmm. And here's the problem. So when you start off downhill, it's just hard. So I was like, (laughs) I'm about to go back out there. Mm -hmm. Dude got the DJ. I was like, man, you played the wrong song. He was like, oh, my bad. He's like- I was like, man, just didn't reintroduce me. So then he played the right song and brought me, and I was, and I came back out, but I wasn't introduced, and they start booing again, <laughs> and then I was like, damn, nigga, you back out here? Yeah, <laughs> I, thought, so, I thought we got rid of you the first time. Yeah, <laughs> we got like, rid of your ass. Hey, you know, man. you know, a nigga awkward when he come out like this. <laughs> yeah, look, 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 look. That was it. Hold on, hear me it. out. Hear me out. That was hear me it. Out. So yeah, <laughs> look. Man, the lights was, <laughs> look, it was slow motion. The lights was moving different. And the crowd, I could literally see people's faces. That's like, scary. I remember, like, if oh. I seen this one bitch, if I see, I'm going to punch her ass. She was laughing too hard. She was laughing, and she rolled over in the crowd like this, and she was like, ah. almost fell out. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, she is laughing too hard. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know, it, it was, at, at that point, I quit. I quit. I did quit. No sense. Yeah, because I felt like the whole city was 750 people. I felt like the whole city was there. Like, this just played on every TV yeah. at the time. So I was like, I quit. Man. 
And I remember being in the house and my girlfriend at the time, I think I was in the house for like two weeks with my underwear <laughs> on. I didn't, I ain't, look, I was musty there. Fuck I this. I felt like every car that drove by knew where I was. It just wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't good at all. I had to braid them up. <laughs> Doritos <laughs> and shit. <laughs> Man, I quit, bro. And I remember it felt like every car that drove by, it like they knew I lived there or whatever. So I'm peeking through the blinds and it's just like, there go Bobby J house right there. Nobody knew where I lived, but it felt personal. You know what I'm saying? See a bus outside. That's these yeah. motherfuckers that went too far. Yeah. So this is Bobby J's house. They got bombing comics to right. <laughs> We're going to pick you up down the power and light. We're going to roll through Bobby J house. Man, but what happened is so. I don't know if you've ever heard the driving joke. It was it's a joke where the the music was going, and I don't do it anymore, so I could tell it. But okay. it's basically it's a universal joke that I can tell anywhere because police, the way they are, not in terms of brutality, but it police in every city are perceived bad when you driving like. Oh, they're going to pull you over. So I always ask people, man, where, what's the bad county where police always pull you over? They be like, yeah. And they'll be like, uh, you know, Cole County or whatever. I'm like, all right, it's cool. So when I bring it up at the show, that used to be my closing joke. And I used to get a standing ovation off this. Mm-hmm. So what I would do, I'd be like, yeah, what's, you know, what's up, you know, y'all police here and they, they crazy, whatever. I'm like, I heard about Cole County. They'd be like, oh, shit, yeah, Cole County police. <laughs> right. They don't play. You go a mile over, you going to jail. So. Yeah. So I talk about that, and then I'm like, but you ever had the police get behind you and feel like you got a shit? So, and then I, and then, so what I do, I'll be like, DJ, hit it. So I'm sitting down in the car, and then the DJ will play it, and it was just a loop, it was just a track. So you hear the car starting up, so it's just you. So I'm doing, I'm acting it out, time, it's time. I've done this so many times. So mm-hmm. I'm starting the car up, and then I put it in drive, then I'm driving. And then the music cut on, so I reached to the radio. And then it's like, whatever the newest song is. So we driving, boom, 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 and the crowd like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then you hear, what? And then the police get behind you. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then I reach, and I've had it timed out perfectly, so I turn it down, and the music dims. Mm. And and then you hear, whoop, whoop. And I'm like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So then you hear um, Chariots of Fire. And this is the song, it's it's in a lot of movies. And it's like, dun, 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 like that. So mm-hmm. um, it's me moving in slow motion. So I'm doing everything. So I reach for the wheel and then I adjust the mirror. And then I reach for the seatbelt or whatever. <laughs> and it's just like a whole joke. And then mm-hmm. what happens, you hear the police drive by. Mm-hmm. And then I get bad again. I turn the radio and the music <laughs> right, come up. Yeah. Like, yeah, you bitch ass niggas. You know, I wasn't scared of y'all. But he's. I used to yeah. do it, but I would get a standing on that joke. But yeah. that's just one of them, them ones. Like, man, you know, it, it just felt good to have that type of material. But I wrote that joke after I bombed, and I just came out killing after that. Yeah, yeah. sometimes it takes. You that. needed yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you needed that. You, you needed to come back. You needed them to boo you two times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a you, you again. Then they came back. Then they came back out like. <laughs> <laughs> please, y'all. Please, just. Let me tell you, all right. Give me a chance. Let's give you a chance. Nigga stuck his arm around the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> about to come out, y'all. Right, that, that's right. his arm. That's his arm. Well, calm down a little bit. Calm down. I, I think my dumb ass said, that's my time. Hey, y'all nigga <laughs> with arm. <laughs> Boom. Hurry up and get his ass. That's my time. Yeah. Bobby J. Look at that nigga's arm, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Boy, I'm Randy Watson, that one, boy. <laughs> that who dropped that mic. Okay, I got to get Man. your list, though. Let's before, do it. Before this is over. So, yep. Okay. 
Okay, so we asked everyone who comes uh, your top five comedians and your top five movies. So we try to do funny movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want to do comedy movies. Yeah, okay. stick to it. But if not, yeah, but throw it, a curry it, ball in there. Okay, um, top five comedians and top five comedy movies. Yep. Yes. Yeah. All right, so number one will be Eddie Murphy because of his creative. He is just always on top. Eddie be killing oh, yeah. these lists. Eddie be killing yeah. these lists. <laughs> Eddie Eddie did his special at like 23 years old. People don't understand that. That raw. I did not know that. Yeah, he did that at like 23 wow. years yeah. old. Raw so, is still funny. I never even thought to look it up and see how old he was. Yeah, so he was young. So imagine a 23-year-old today with that type of you know, like Man. the impactful special. And he did this when there wasn't much influence around because there was there was still, you know, Red Fox and and um um Richard Pryor and then was still around mm-hmm. then. But this dude was twenty three and he made he made it like hip hop, rock and roll, like a rock star, not yeah. rock and roll, but rock star mm-hmm. with, with with comedy. So that was just amazing to yeah. see. So and then the movies, it, like the dude is just but he's phenomenal, man. He's One of these days we're gonna interview that nigga. <laughs> I'm not bullshit. Hey, speaking that would be the pinnacle. Man. Him and yeah. Dave Chappelle, bro. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what the fuck I would do. Yeah, absolutely. Bye bye and little Roman. I need ice. Like, give me some ice. I'm sweating. Give me ice. <laughs> right. Tasha no. gonna stand right here with a yeah. fucking cooler fan. <laughs> <laughs> that shit, that hey, shit yeah. just gonna be hey, dope, bro. Hey Rob, they talked over me, but you heard it. What, you what? make sure you put it in no, there. For I, I heard you. it. I heard it. You make sure you put that in there. I hear shit. What he said. Slipping in there. He said him and. Yeah, put a slip in there. And little Bow Wow. Little Bow Wow. We're not going to get into this shit. Go hey, ahead, bro. Go if ahead, bro. Hey, you know, if you know Little Bow Wow, I've been telling every person this. Yeah. If you can get Little Bow Wow and Little Romeo here, mm. tell them I will pay them out of my pocket. <laughs> out of my fucking pocket for an interview. Because we got to settle this shit with Ron. We have a versus battle on this motherfucker. Yeah, that's what Ron said. I fucked with Lil Bow Wow, but on your list. Okay. Don't get on bad. On your list. Go to your list, man. What's about that list, though? He's dope. No, but he is dope. Okay. Your second comedian. Number two. I'm going to give you an order. So, Eddie, number two would definitely be Sinbad. Ooh. There we go. Yeah. That's love, bro. That's the biggest. Mm-hmm. Sinbad is so underrated, bro. I don't know. Yeah. I watched the. Hey, I got to cut you out real quick mm-hmm. just to send him some love. I watched. I don't know the damn name of this special. Hour and a half. Mm-hmm. This dude walked out on the stage, and like literally, his laugh per second average was like four mm-hmm. or five seconds, bro. Mm-hmm. For an hour and fifteen minutes. Then this motherfucker pulled out an electric guitar. And played the crowd oh, off. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this nigga's amazing. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, bro, nobody could touch this. Yo, dude. the way yeah. that Sinbad, the way that Sinbad approached the stage, it just seemed like he knew he was a fucking supposed to be there. Like yeah. every time, like he had a little thing at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then he didn't he, he didn't cuss all throughout he didn't the cuss show. At all. He didn't and he was no no curse words at all. Hella animated, mm-hmm. and he wore the suits. I mean, the the, the windbreakers. The windbreakers. And, yeah, yeah. Man, and Sinbad used to be quote unquote the corny dude. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But when Sinbad. Man, when you listen to what this dude is saying, it's real shit all the way through. Yeah. Like the whole hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. I have no idea how he got that label. Yeah. Like, man, bro, he, the dude's uh, amazing. Up on Sinbad. He was the first comedian I ever seen. Um, because really? I remember being in like sixth grade. And I remember being in my grandma's house. And it just came on TV, like HBO. And he did that special because he was at a university. I don't know if it was like Morehouse or something. But he yeah. was on the campus cracking on everybody. And that was <laughs> the, the beginning of it. And then he did it in like their their auditorium yeah. at their school. And he was talking about like 
it sounded like my family and I had never heard and I was on the ground I couldn't breathe my <laughs> brother had to come one, save me because he had to drag <laughs> me out because he came with his friend yeah. but I'm on the ground in tears and he was talking about he's like you know you ask your mom for some McDonald's and she was like we got all that at home or whatever yeah, yeah whatever and mm-hmm. then he was talking about when people go to McDonald's and they be like give me uh give like me you been a- here before you like you know what you want <laughs> like it was just so funny to me Man. and I was just in tears but I got to meet him, and he was him telling stories. Like if you get him here, oh my fucking oh god! Oh my god! The stories I've never heard anybody funnier than this dude mm-hmm. just telling stories. And he started I in Kansas City. No, people shit. don't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, what he, the fuck? Yes, he was here in the early '80s, and it was a room here, but he would go to different rooms. He said he'd drive his little Yugo through the country, yeah. and just hit comedy. I mean, hit clubs up and do his comedy. And he told me stories like. I don't know if he ever told it, but if I ever see him again, like I'm gonna tell him the story he told me about. He was at some club and he was like, he saw this old dude in the back mm-hmm. and he was like walking up to the stage. It was like an old school club and he was telling his jokes, but he didn't know if he was really that funny. And he said he kept seeing the old dude walk up. <laughs> he was like, man, I'm gonna have to fuck this old nigga. <laughs> now, Sinbad does cuss, but he doesn't cuss. Right. On, but he cusses in person. But yeah. he was like, I'm gonna have to fuck this dude up or whatever. And he kept seeing him and he's telling his jokes. And he said the old dude finally got up to the stage and he's like, man, this nigga about to pull out a pistol on me. And he said, yeah. all the dude did was. Nigga, you funny. <laughs> and then he just walked back or whatever. But he just tells these stories, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I knew that I – because he would go through Stanford's and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he broke it down, and it was just like, man, it was amazing. So Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's number – what was that, number two? Number two. Uh, number Strong two. Yeah, so Damon Wayans is number three. Ooh, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. I don't think we've ever had that one in the list. Yeah. Damon Wayans is just – He's he's on to me. He's like on the level like Eddie Murphy in a sense. When he did the comedy, then he did the movies, mm-hmm. and he brings his thoughts out and he created characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just the part that um, I I was like, man, this dude is just more than a comedian. Mm-hmm. And that's how he's kept like he did the major pain and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he had actually bring that. He brought that in. I don't know if any of y'all went to the show we did this. It was like February or March this year. But the uh, way Damon Wayans is with the blank mans, and he's taking these risks, and mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's just, man, it was just right. amazing. So when I got to work with him, it was like, whoa, this dude is real. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and then we sat after the show, and we talked, and he gave me his number, and we just, he was just giving me some gems. He was dropping some gems. So, mm-hmm. you know, he put a battery in my back for, for comedy or whatever. For, That's what's um, up. That's what's up. Yeah. Number four, <laughs> Tony Rock. Tony Rock. I got to know why. That's dope, though. Dude, I got to know why. I got to hear this. Yeah, have y'all watched Tony Rock before? Yeah. Dude, Tony Rock. Oh, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Tony Rock has like an endless rep, in uh, endless bag, dude. Like, he can just there go on and on and on and on and never get fucking tired. Mm-hmm. And they all will be hidden. It's like, nigga, how you get all these jokes? <laughs> yep. Who you making stealing me, all of this right, shit from? You making me mad, dude. You got all of these <laughs> That's jokes. how Sinbad is, though. Like, nah, that, bro. This dude on the whole. I mean, like, Sinbad is, is I would have good, to see him. This dude. I, I would have to see that because, boy, it's that's like a this. high bar. Yeah. It's like this, dude. Every every time I seen him perform, mm-hmm. it's just like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. No, mm-hmm. Tony, Tony Rock is legit. <laughs> so, Tony, you that's my dog. Bit. And um, Tony is one of the smartest, hardest working comedians Um ever i mean this dude is just he's he's he did he just has no fear mm-hmm. and 
he doesn't get the credit he deserves. And not just saying it because he's giving me opportunities, mm-hmm. but like so. I remember we was we was working at the Improv, and their cash register system went down, so like you couldn't swipe any cards. Mm-hmm. So they told me, "Hey, tell him to keep going. We need to get our card system up." So it's the end of the night. It's the late show by now. It's about midnight. So they trying to get the the, the uh, card system working and still trying. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Do I keep going?" And when he was going. He was boom, boom, just joke after joke, killing him. 20 minutes in. Do I keep going? All right, cool. Boom, boom. He's talking about, he's bringing, he's just telling so many jokes. And I'm like, oh my God, 45 minutes of extra. So he already did about an hour and hour and 20. So this dude Damn. did about two hours and 15 minutes of nonstop hilarity. Like this dude was banging it and i was like oh my god like mm-hmm. this in his amazing. bag it's so crazy when they how say you put in it your out. bag that was an in your bag night mm-hmm. and this dude didn't stumble and when 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 it was over he got a standing ovation because you don't see standing o's much anymore mm-hmm. um but he got a standing o just for the fact that these people were waiting to pay because usually at the end of the night you're tired you're sleepy he held it down until then because had they asked me i'm like all right cool but it wouldn't have been to that level. I just been like, yeah. So uh, what you I do keep for a living? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know After what I'm a while. Yeah. So you got to start doing crowd work. What you do for a living? You do okay, okay. And he, that nigga be like, look. That nigga be like, look. I met a big bitch the other day. She was huffing and puffing. Yeah. Over like, <laughs> like, God damn, this yeah. still going. Still like, going. Yeah. Still fucking going. And he was killing it. I mean, it was so electric. It was so hot in that club because people don't understand with with comedy when it's mm-hmm. hot in the club. It's electricity, mm-hmm. like it's body heat, everybody laughing. Mm-hmm. And when you walk in there, it's just, especially if, if you're a comic and you're not on the show, you'd be like itching, like, man, I want to get up there. It's just, but it, dude, that dude has, look, he, and he a good dude too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that, that's, that's my number four right there. We get, what we got on five? Who you got? Number five will be some more. Some more. Yeah. Some more. People don't give some more like has reinvented that. herself so many times. There isn't a female comic that can stand up to some more and she really don't get the credit she deserves. Mm-hmm. Not because she put me on comic view, but I was saying to put you on some shit. Yeah. Now. <laughs> I don't think yeah. some more female comics to me don't get the credit they deserve, yeah. period to me. Yeah, but she's a person I agree with if, that you, one. if you go to her show, you're gonna laugh right. the whole night. A whole night. And then if you compare her to a dude comic She's got more laughs because yeah. she constantly writes and constantly writes and constantly writes, and people don't understand. And, and it, it, is, it is a little biased because I've got to be beside her, yeah. and write for her, and see how she how she functions. So that let me. I had a new respect for it because had I not, I wouldn't have been is is understanding of the 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 greatness of some more. You know what I'm saying? Plus, mm-hmm. she gives other people's op- opportunities too. So, mm-hmm. but that's my top five right there. Okay, that's Ooh. dope. That's a dope top five. That was different. Like the, it that was off, different. It started off the, like Eddie Murphy, and then it just went to a whole unique level. I like yeah. that. It was like a top five and a with like a lesson wrapped in. Yeah, it yeah. was comedy yeah. lesson. Sinbad, <laughs> yeah. that was a good pick. Tony yeah. Roberts and Sinbad was. T- yeah. I'm mean, not Tony Roberts. I gotta Tony, ask one question before you tell us your movies, man. Mm-hmm. Why do you think it's so hard for a female to just come up and just like kill the stage? Everywhere? Do you think? Right, let me reorder this question. Do you mm-hmm. think? It's possible for a female to come out, work her shit the fuck out, hone her craft, and just kill stages all over the place and like become as big as a male comic. 
I think I sell think, out stadiums and stuff like that. I think you rephrase the question question to a uh, African American female because I see white females. Well, all yeah, the yeah, that is better. Yeah, on Netflix. So I'm gonna say no, just simply because of the sexism um, with seeing somebody in a great position that you want to be in. Yeah, because when people see themselves in the position, they don't want you to have it, and especially like we didn't want a female president. That's the simply. That's the biggest thing that, that hurt Hillary. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of anything else, we did. The country wasn't ready for it. Yeah. So when you think of a black woman comedian, they've had their heydays, but it hasn't been the same as men. Mm-hmm. And I think with men and like our satire and stuff like that, we can go a little bit further than women because mm-hmm. with women, it'll be a lot of dick jokes and stuff like that, and relationship jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, but their jokes aren't as like this is what I did last week mm-hmm. in my day. It's like, girl, you see these niggas out here with these little crooked penises, and you gotta peel <laughs> the skin back, and it be lint and shit. You got <laughs> like that's the extent of. But it isn't the reason it's like that is because where they work out their material. Yeah. So right now, if Comic View came back, nobody would be ready, unless you're like a cornball black comic or whatever, mm-hmm. because we are back in the, the clubs frying chicken downstairs and mm-hmm. fish and stuff, and it's a bunch of niggas in there. Mm-hmm. So our comedy is back to nigga, 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 yeah. versus saying, hey, I'm preparing my set for television when that time does come. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the opportunities that women get below the radar, it's not many. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in them types of clubs. Because what I've been fighting for, and I swear to God, is when a Samore or a Dale Givens or um, Monique, they come to Kansas City and you see a Janelle Banks or a Sean yeah. Hill or Miss mm-hmm. Q, they should be opening up, not me. Yeah. Right. You see what I'm saying? So they're not giving them opportunities mm-hmm. because I don't know why. I, it, but it's a, it's a little bit of... Uh, understand I don't get because I'm not really in the picture, mm-hmm. but I see it's unfair. That's just all I can say about yeah. it. So, because there's some funny, funny women, you know, it's some yeah, real I, I would never want to follow because they just raw, but the opportunities where they're working out, they got to make that crowd laugh. So mm-hmm. that's the kind of comedy they're going to do because they're not getting those commercial opportunities like the improvs and funny bones and loony bins. Mm-hmm. They're getting, you know, the nigga nights and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. And shout out to Janelle. I don't know the other two. I need mm-hmm. to look them up. But yeah, shout out yeah. to Janelle because she's really, she be working. Yeah, she Janelle work her ass. Shout, out to, shout like, out to Janelle Banks, man. Yeah. Everywhere. She be oh, on okay. pretty soon if she got time. Right. She used to be on, she, used to, she came to a couple, right? Yeah. A couple of Yeah, before she blew kitchen. up. I ain't heard you from her in a while. Saying? She be in New York. I think she in Texas right yeah, now, something like that. Like, yeah. She don't call no more. <laughs> she really don't. <laughs> but she helped. She helped they got my head on the road working shit out. But she helped me get some plants, though. Some plants for free, so shout out to her. All right, let's okay, see these top movie. five movies. Top five comedy movies. Uh-oh, this is about to be good. Number one comedy. <laughs> Here we go. My number one <laughs> will have to be Life. Life, okay, Life. That is that is on the list. Eddie Murphy, man. Yeah. Life, Life. It, that just had so that much. When you watch it, I watch the background. Like, I watch it to watch the background and stuff. You know what? You're right. I do that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Notice like, something yeah, new all the time. Yeah. Every time. You be like, look at Jingle Lang in the back and doing this. <laughs> and this had nothing. Because what, what people don't know with, with Eddie Murphy, if you watch every one of his movies, people mm-hmm. may not have caught it. 
just if you watch, it don't matter if it's the clumps, mm-hmm. um, whatever. It's mm-hmm. always the scene where somebody in the back yell. It's usually his voice, like "Hey, motherfucker!" <laughs> like you hear it, you don't catch it, but people <laughs> don't know. It'd be stuff like that, and I'm yeah. like, he's put that in every damn near every movie, and people didn't even catch on to it. And mm-hmm. it's just in the back, and you hear, "Hey, motherfucker!" Yeah, and he just—I don't know why he does it, but that's number <laughs> <laughs> two, uh, Friday. Uh-oh. That is on the list. Okay. Uh-huh. Is that people? That's probably people first one. Though, wouldn't it be? N- no. One, um, I don't think only one other person. Life was. Said. Well, life is. Life like, and um. Yeah, life is basically the, the yeah. best one. Yeah. Okay. And Friday was just groundbreaking, legendary type of movie that mm-hmm. springboarded for a lot of other movies to come behind it. So, um, yeah, that was just in that. If you did a Friday movie, you became a megastar. So when you take uh, you take um, Chris Tucker, he became a megastar. And then you take uh, Mike Epps in two, he became a megastar. And then if you take Cat Williams in three, he yeah. became a mega, mega, mega star. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So um, that just did so much for people. Um, so, yeah. And then number three. Number three. Number three for me would have to be <laughs> Hangover. Oh, they got that white movie. Yeah, here we yeah, go. We, go. we ain't even have to ask him for your white movie. Answer. Here we go. Every black person got a <laughs> Got to have a white movie. Yeah, I oh, you guys going to ask my white movie after this? <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's every, everybody got a yeah, white movie. Yeah, just one. Yeah, yeah. They be like, nigga, nigga, nigga shit. Mm-hmm. Shallow half. <laughs> like, shallow half. Hey, shallow half, dope, though. That's dope. <laughs> that was Michael Black's movie. Michael Black's I still ain't watching. Shallow half's good. Shallow half's good. That's dope. So, yeah, uh... Yeah, that was a good movie for me. Uh, so number four, dude, Harlem Nights for me, man. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. that should be for every person that's a comedian. Yeah. Cause it, they just put everybody up on. Everybody yeah. was in there, and yeah. it wasn't corny. Like when nope. you get you get the new movies now, like School Dance and yeah. them Nick Cannon movies, where it'd be a bunch of comedians <laughs> in them, and they'd be trash, <laughs> yeah. bro. Yeah, this one it was like you play your part, yeah, and we're not just going to be trying to get our jokes off. And it was yeah. just, it's just yeah. like nothing. Them was them, overpowering. Yeah. So yeah. when I see those, those like you got the how high two garbage. garbage. Oh like, my god. Yeah. So you you see stuff like that, and you just like what? Why they keep? I I don't I don't watch it because of the the artwork with all them people in it. Mm-hmm. Just hilarious in it, and and fat boy funny in it, and I know nah, fat boy fresh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I can't watch all this stuff. So yeah. So what I got four. Yep. You got one more. What would you watching after they booed you and you were sitting in the house for two weeks? <laughs> oh, shit, I wouldn't watch. He's watching Rocky, goddamn it. <laughs> watching him run up them steps. Like, this nigga's coming back. back. <laughs> shit. I was watching Young and the Wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want nothing. <laughs> Shout out to I Victor. Only want to laugh when I laugh. Shout out to Victor Newman. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to cry. <laughs> I don't care. Everybody rep for Victor. Yeah, I was playing Mary J. Blige. I was in there. About... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care about nothing. Like these niggas out here ain't nothing. <laughs> That's funny. I'm glad you didn't give up though. Nah, man, I, I had to come back though. But uh, number five would have to be, um, man, y'all gonna hate me for this one, bro. Uh-oh. So it, it's a tie between Anchorman and Bowfinger. 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 He's got. He's got two. I can never I mean, get he's got both three. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. 
I don't know what it was about Buffet. I, I, <laughs> I don't know why. I love that. First of all, the name. Like, that kind yeah. of threw me off. You got yeah. uh, to pick one. Anchorman. Or take one up. Anchorman, okay. yeah. Because yeah. that's what Eddie Murphy and, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the dude from 19 Keys or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's supposed to be an actor playing the act, yeah, he, playing so, two different parts. So Eddie Murphy's two people Steve in there. Steve Martin. I'm sorry. I just Steve got his Martin, name. Yeah. Sorry. And he's he didn't know he's in a movie. So right. they're, they're trying to put him in these scenes. It's a genius because- Again, it's a so the concept is dope. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta rewatch that. Yeah, so I he tried, he I doesn't can't. know he's in the movie. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my that's my. Five. But the other one, what was the fifth one? Uh, Anchorman. 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 Yeah, Anchorman. I would say Anchorman. Anchorman yeah, was one of those ones. <laughs> no, fun fact, I have to say this: Paula J. Parker, which was the one who pay, uh, played as the girlfriend who was sleeping with the other dude, Ice Cube's girlfriend, in Friday. She did okay. at that time. She mm-hmm. did Friday, and she was also doing um, what was the the black scary movie? It was the they were doing Tales from the Hood. Tales from the Hood. She yeah, did okay. Tales from the Hood, and she had both of those at the same at time, the same and didn't want to turn any of them down. So they had to keep rebraiding her hair every two days because she had to play this other role. You know, this is before they turned wigs into braids. Yeah, <laughs> but she they had to really keep rebraiding her like every mm-hmm. other day or every two days so she can do one and get in and go back and film the other one. Let me share a fact. Okay. Is this the same chick that was on Def Jam? Uh, this is this is Felicia? No, not Felicia. Uh, That's no. the one who, okay. Okay. who Felicia, love, People don't know that, mama. but Felicia is a real comedian. Yeah, like she, she was on yeah, Def Jam. Yeah. I was like, I don't what? Remember that. Yeah, most people don't remember that. And she mm-hmm. looked and she looked like dingy as hell yeah. on there. She don't look nothing like Felicia. She owns a vegan restaurant, LA. Oh, shout no. out to her. That's still out there. Yeah. That's her. Mm-hmm. Hey Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> I feel good saying that. Hey Felicia. <laughs> My wife be looking like the girlfriend too. Like, now tell me who <laughs> she was. <laughs> she be getting her braids in, boy. I don't know her. She got like seven different names. Like <laughs> Before you come in this house, who the fuck are you today? <laughs> I need to know how to shift my energy. What, what are we doing today? I need to find out who in there Some first. days you want to eat a Cheesecake Factory. Some days you want a two-piece from churches. I don't know. It be like that. Depending on like the hairstyle. You know I mean? Yeah. When she got her low hairstyle, like bring her a three-piece in the biscuit from right. Duck Chicken Co. She good, you know? She so be dancing when you get it. Right. Man, before we go anywhere, though, we got a couple of questions for you. We got to throw at you, man. We got to know what's coming up next for Bobby J. What is Bobby J doing right the fuck now? Because I know... You don't post a lot no more. We know yeah. you ain't never in the city. So one thing yeah. I got to con- congratulate you on is still working, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Because we know every time, like I'll text you, you might hit me back in two days, but I know you're traveling <laughs> and getting your shit done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's Bobby J up to? What he been up to? What he got going on? What's coming in the future, bro? What can we expect? Uh, Writing and movies. So I'm definitely going to do directing. I've been writing scripts and... That's my next move. I'm going to be behind in front of the camera, too. But Mm -hmm. I think I have something to offer the industry. There's something missing, and I feel like I can fill that void. So Mm -hmm. I'm definitely writing, still performing. But my thing is is shooting my own films, and I want to get them in film festivals. Mm -hmm. Some of them I just want to bring to – like, I I do want to get my ideas out there and then build that name to where when people say, oh, my God – this is the new Spike Spike Lee or, you know, yeah. whoever. And then that's – now it's funding itself. Now I got a, a, a something back at me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But at this point, this is about doing movies. And I got some dope ideas, man. Mm-hmm. Man, that's what – so we can't Amazing. wait to see them, bro. I can't wait to be in them. You know what right, I mean? I'm going to yeah. just <laughs> – <laughs> 
Yeah, I slide yeah. shit in there like that. I'm yeah. that nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah bro, we shooting movies. I just talked to Bobby J, bro. We talked about it. We probably shooting right. movies and shit. I don't know. <laughs> like he over there shooting now. Where you are? You over there, man? Right. That ain't my. All part. you need to know is that movies is coming, nigga. Right. Don't yeah. worry about that now. And also, me and, me and my wife, we we got our business about to take off. Uh, we doing so. Whoop, whoop. Uh, yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah, so it's actually a no home. clap for the business for the black. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting. I was waiting on the punchline. I was waiting on the business. Okay, congratulations. It did kind of seem like a setup, though. Yeah, like you know, yeah. what I mean, like that was more like. Yeah, I, I was waiting. <laughs> no, you say black business. We supposed to be on it. Like, hell yeah! I don't hey, care. she she could be selling some shit that we ain't into. Yeah, we got to. Yeah, we don't know what the fuck they sell. Right, we selling Tammy and You know, no, we we in the healthcare business. And oh, um, dope, yeah, dope, so dope. with her, she's a medical professional. She's a, a registered nurse. And this nigga done got him an RN. Oh, oh shit. Go <laughs> with your bad my, self. This nigga done grew up from the CNAs to an RN. I did, boy. I see you, Bobby. I got <laughs> yeah, we look up to you, bro. I, uh, <laughs> we look up I, to I, you. I see your nephew. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> You got yourself an R in now, nigga. Go ahead, yes, boy. Go ahead, boy. Go ahead, boy. Go ahead and tell us. Tell, tell us what business y'all starting. <laughs> so it's a home health agency, actually, and oh, it's and it's a definite need. So we're gonna hire people to come out because right now with COVID and um, you sending your parent your your family members into facilities, you can't visit them and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's best to just bring that into the house so we have nurses and people come out and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's that's be that's the dope. hiring firm for that. Do you hire, okay. C- do you, you hire CNAs? Listen, CNAs, y'all. <laughs> we're, we're right here. I'm hey. sorry. I'm sorry about what I said hey, to y'all. Gonna, hey, they at your head. Look. <laughs> We Get know. a close up. <laughs> hey, they said they said you gonna need us, nigga. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they, they said did. they said you gonna need us. So <laughs> look, CNAs, this is my. <laughs> look, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, tell tell them you sorry. CNAs, I'm sorry, y'all. I know I made fun of y'all for getting y'all certifications on Facebook quizzes. That's how you became a CNA, but. I'm sorry. I'm going to need y'all. So if you want to hit us up, look up Golden Life In-Home Services. That's mm. that's the company. And Golden Life. If you need a if you need a job, hit hit us up. There so. you go. I, well, shit, I know you. I might need a job because this shit don't work. Out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I stubbed my I'm toe. Like, I called the CNA. You don't really need. We ain't shooting today. I'm gonna be with Bobby Jack. Right. I got two clients. Cleaning up a room or something. I don't know what I'm doing. That's good. Shout out to y'all. Yeah. Hey, shout out. Not only shout out to the business, but congratulations. Microphone popping and shit. Congratulations on the wedding. I hope your wife know. No, I'm just playing. But look, (laughs) (laughs) she got a plan for now. Bro, y'all are so dope. I looked at the um, the pictures and shit on Facebook. It was real good. It's good to see us do shit like that. Black love. Wearing all white and shit. I ain't never seen more than two. Mm-hmm. Two black people with all white on. That was so Everybody fucking beautiful. Yeah, she I wanted to do it different because when they had shoes or socks on, the shit was wonderful. Yeah, was flip, <laughs> we had flip flops on, and they was they had the the, the brown joints. Yeah, the brown I, I had on the flip flops, <laughs> and then they were barefoot, but they had these these jewels on their feet that looked like like what was they called? Bottomless sandal. So Damn. they were like, you, you, if you look close in the pictures, a woman had them on. So mm-hmm. it looked like a sandal, but it was like jewels or something going up mm-hmm. their leg. But Damn. we ended up, we did it in San Diego. And with, of course, with COVID happening, we were supposed to get married in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. And we had like 30 something people. I, I want to be, this is how famous I want to be. I want to be famous to the point where, you know how niggas look out 
in the crowd or the, <laughs> the niggas is with him. Like, what we do yesterday? Yeah, we went. <laughs> right, right. I want to be that nigga. Yeah, yesterday, right. That's the nigga to be. the day before. It was yesterday. Yeah, okay. Yeah, thank you. This is a nigga carrying my bags right here. <laughs> But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just start doing, just start bringing people on the interview. Y'all want me to know something? Bring six people for yeah. no fucking reason. Yeah, absolutely. two of them gonna be big as hell. I'll be like, wait, you don't even know them niggas. <laughs> Where you find these people? Yeah, find these niggas at the temp service. No, before we got an interview. Right. Before you got before you got married, I see you at the juke house. Uh, in in the jeep, right? And then yeah. you came into the juke house, and this nigga was like, hey. Tell tell your girl you coming with me next weekend. He was like, I'm getting you a ticket. You coming to me. You had a bachelor party. Did you ever have it? Yeah, we did. Was it LA? No, I was here. It was, was here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I could have came then. Yeah, absolutely. They didn't you try, want you there, Cortez. Hey, they were trying to fly me out. The nigga was saying, I'm going to get you a plane ticket. Hey, Bobby it J. It was supposed to be in Vegas. Bobby Vegas. J did yeah, that shit to him like he do to the people who be asking to come to the show. He said, give me two. Give me two months after you married. Give me two months. Yeah. I'm, uh, uh, we going to have it at, uh. Right. When you touch your face, we going to have it at, uh. I'm going to just call you. I'm going to call you. Don't call me. I'll call you. Hey, y'all don't know. Like nobody didn't know Cortez. He didn't know this shit going down. That nigga, that nigga was like, that nigga was like, yo, t- hey, call me tonight. No, call me tomorrow. Call me tomorrow. I promise you, I'm gonna buy you a ticket. You ain't gotta worry about shit. Now I'm looking at this nigga like I ain't calling this nigga. <laughs> hey, the, the worst thing to do is call a person and they don't remember the shit they said. Yeah. Exactly. You know, yeah, drug yeah. and shit. Talk about call, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and put you in. I'm gonna put you in first class. You remember? You remember you had said? Yeah. It's like nigga, what? No, we were supposed to go. Uh, no, you remember all that love you showed me? All that love? <laughs> you forgot about that? He was like, man. They done shut the hoes in <laughs> I can't co- even invite you, man. This shit I ain't gonna tell you about the new plans, though. I ain't gonna tell you about the new plans. Yeah. <laughs> so, COVID shit crazy, bro. Well, shit crazy. So this is what happened. We ended up canceling. We we ended up canceling. So we had to cancel because we had to cancel our, our trip to the Bahamas because we had like 30-something people coming. Yeah, I was going to be there. And no, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't, but. So then... Uh, yeah, that you from the that canceled. Then we were supposed to do it uh, another time, and then we was like, you know what? We're just gonna do a small one in San Diego, mm-hmm. and we were supposed to do. They're supposed to go to Miami for the bachelorette party. We was going to to Vegas, and literally, like up until about that point, we ended up canceling. Mm-hmm. And um, what happened? Shit, it was like a Saturday, a Friday. They came and surprised me. My boys, <laughs> my boys came from uh, St. Louis That's and dope. stuff, and. What I went to college with, and they was basically kidnapped me. I didn't have no Damn. night clothes, nothing. So we just went out and kicked it, and it was a good time. Oh, wow, that's, that's what's up, bro. Yeah. yeah, that's what's up. Yep. Yeah. But then we went to San Diego, had the wedding, and we went. Nobody knew, like I said, we went live on Facebook, and mm-hmm. then it was like at the very beginning of the wedding, mm-hmm. and we were at the Sunset Cliffs or whatever, and mm-hmm. we just, I knew I wanted to, I wanted it to be all linen, like white shirts and shorts, and then flip flops, and then. You know, she theirs was like kind of light dresses and stuff like that. Yeah, and it was simple. It was simple. It wasn't no you got to go get fitted at Men's Warehouse and mm-hmm. spend two three hundred dollars. It was just fly out here. We take care of this and mm-hmm. get a hotel, and that was it, man. Man, Worked blessings out. to y'all, man. Y'all did thank good. You, it looked really good. It really did. Thank so. you. Thank you. They look real good, man. Hey, look. This ain't the first time we had you on the show. Let's not make it the last time. Absolutely not, sir. We enjoy having you here and. Hold on, before we leave. What else we got? Uh, well, hey, guys. 
this are you just now coming now to the podcast? How is that gonna not be awkward? Go ahead. <laughs> it's how, it's how be, did you are you just now coming to the podcast? <laughs> well, listen here, okay? <laughs> this is Urban Absurdity, and you can find us on all kind of social platforms. YouTube, Facebook, We're not helping you out. TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> all of the social networks. Just subscribe and don't forget. Press that notification bell on the on right on on this side. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Tell tell them how it did. I'm sorry. Okay, so now that that's over, horrible. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> gotta work on that. Just cut that out, Rob. I gotta work on my. Terrible. I gotta work on my shit. Absolutely terrible. Um, yes, our older shows are on Spotify and iTunes. But if you want to watch us visually, YouTube. There's a bell that you can hit if you want all the content. And when we Drop new content, you know, you can just see us and then it'll ping you and let you know that we're here. Like, comment, share. Definitely comment because we want to hear what you think about this show, all the other shows. If you have something you want us to talk about, just let us know and we'll do that. Man, look here, player. See them buttons up under this video? <laughs> Hit one of them motherfuckers. And, 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 we're, and we're definitely not going to have Ron do it. We're definitely not going to have Ron do it because he tried to choke y'all last time. So we're right. not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We're not gonna we'll do see that. y'all later, man. Bye. Bye.